Hey, longtime listeners, this is Shades here, and I want to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor this week. It's you, our longtime listeners. We are funded through our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. And without you, our patrons, we can't keep this show on the air. Sketch and I want to keep doing it. We want to keep our back catalog available to you. And we want to do that without filling the show with things that you don't care about and we don't believe in. So to keep your favorite show ad free on the air, our whole back catalog, no paywall, head on over to www.patreon.com slash shades and sketch. You can support the show for as little as $1. We want to thank all of our patrons that we have so much uh, right now. And all of you, the longtime listeners, here's this week's episode. Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. Happy New Year's, Happy listeners. New Year, everybody. 2018 in the real world. It's uh, looking bright. It is looking bright. Uh, we are uh, kind of uh, cozied up here in yeah. the in this in this new year, all out, right around a campfire. Yeah, uh, the fire's crackling. Feeling good. Stars are out tonight. Yeah, it's beautiful. You can hear the uh, the waves crashing on the, on the cliffs below. Yeah, the, the, the little melody of the the seaside animals chirping in the distance. Yep. Where are we, Shades? Oh well, sketch. It's such a beautiful and remote environment. We must be on Octo. Ah, it's beautiful. And you know what? It's quiet. So quiet. It's so quiet. Ah. Well, if we're on Octo, that must mean that at long last. <laughs> we are talking about The Last, the last Jedi. Jedi. You know, you guys, um, you might you might not have heard about this movie coming out. It really kind of snuck under it everyone's was a radar. Sleeper. Yeah. You know, they saved it right for the end of the year or no award season. No one's talking about no. this one. Gosh. But uh, Gosh, we, you know, we, we picked it up. We put our nose to the grindstones and uh, we were able to find a, a theater that's still showing it. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. <laughs> um, so before we get into this episode, do we have a, a theme song this week? I met him in a swamp down in Dingo Yoda. Weird Al Yankovic. Perfect. We should get Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah, we should. He would totally do it. Uh, okay, so if we are talking Last Jedi, there are going to be spoilers galore. Spoilers for uh, The Last Jedi, spoilers for anything Any in the Star Wars. Wars I would imagine, universe. especially Empire Strikes Back and Force yes. Awakens. You, uh, can't, and, you can't talk about this. Without yeah, you really can't. And possibly possibly Star Wars Rebels. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything, possibly anything Star, Star Wars, Wars. Anything Star Wars. Um, holiday special, Christmas special. Yeah, Life Day. Life Day. Happy Life Day, by the way. Happy Life Day. Happy yeah. Life Day, long time listeners. Um, so let's just let's just let's just hit the ground running here. First and foremost, yeah. uh, sketch with this movie. Yeah, uh, I felt a disturbance in the force, as if a great many voices <laughs> cried out at once. Oh boy, they certainly certainly did. Um, let's and we'll get we to that. We're to, gonna get to yeah. That. We're we're Ooh. gonna get to that. But before we get to that, well, let's start with a synopsis. We always sure. start with synopsis. If you haven't seen the movie yet, here is Pause. the basics. Pause yeah. if you haven't seen the movie left. 
yet because spoilers galore. But for those of you who have, and those of you who are tuning in anyway, in a remote corner of the galaxy, Rey pesters Jedi Master and galactic legend Luke Skywalker to train her in the ways of the Force, only to find he is a broken man who has cut himself off from the Force. Meanwhile, Snoke's First Order has closed in on the remaining components of the Resistance in a slow-speed chase across the stars. Perfect. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need to know about this movie, other than everything we're about to talk about in our rants <laughs> and in our rants. Um, I don't think we have to... This is Star Wars. I don't think we have to talk about our history with Star Wars or anything like that. We did in Rogue One. We did. When we talked You're about Star Wars kid. I am Star Wars. I, I have a, an affinity for these. I'm, I'm maybe a little less. I would say you're, you. you're not into Star Wars' degree. I am into yes, Star Wars. But, but, I, but you, are, you, are, you are into Star Wars an adequate level for a geek. Okay, thank you. Okay, I am and wearing my Jedi beard. You are. And it, this looks, episode. it looks dapper. Thank you. Yes, worked con- hard on your contractually obligated Jedi my beard. My contractually obligated yep. Jedi beard. We wrote that into the Geeking Out contract years ago when, uh, when we sat down with our lawyers. Yes. To start this. Yeah. So um, why don't we just, let's just get right into it. Let's just go into scores. Sure. Do, um, do you have uh, I the, do. the all important internet scores? I do. So uh, IMDb, yeah. 7.6. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. That's Rot- the first time I've been surprised by you telling me an internet score. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I thought it'd be higher than that. Rotten Tomatoes critic score, 91%. Yeah, I knew that one. Fan score initially was uh, in the 50s and is now has climbed to 72. Oh, it has climbed. It has climbed to okay. 72. Uh, 76% of Google reviewers liked this movie. Interesting. Okay. So it, I, I think this is our lowest reviewed fan movie. scored reviewed movie oh as in the 50s yeah that we've done so far and also google reviewers i don't yeah. think i've seen a google review in the 70s yet yeah well this one's got people really divided very divided should light side or dark side there's no really middle ground on yeah this which movie. is funny considering the message of this movie yes how divided it's made people <laughs> um but guys uh for the hey, for the sketch yeah everyone gets a trophy in the 21st century were there trophies in this Yes, that was the whole message of the movie. Everyone gets a trophy. Everyone got a participation trophy. Yes. Everyone's special. Basically, nobody basically, it was a, a tombstone. That's what you got for participating. Yes. was a galactic tombstone. Um, guys, before we get into our scores, I know you are... That's why you tuned in. You, you want to hear the real, the the real reviews. Uh, and you want to hear our scores. But before that, in our last episode of Stranger Things, we asked you to write in. We put the word out to you, longtime listeners, to write in with your rants, your raves, your big questions, and your thoughts on The Last Jedi. And uh, we want to thank everybody who wrote in by email, Facebook, and internet, and uh, yeah. those of you that we saw it was, uh, between uh, episodes. It was really nice. Yeah, really thank nice. you very much. People, a lot of people write in. And let me tell you, no short answers. No. There, there was no, no. like, yeah, I liked it. Well, my nephews, uh, shout out to my, my nephews, Miles okay. and Leo. They loved it. How old are your nephews? They are under the age of ten. Oh, okay, okay, absolutely loved it. Okay, great. They're both under the age of ten. Okay, I'm not. I'm not surprised they loved it. They loved yeah. everything about it. Yeah, you know, this is a good opportunity for me to talk about one thing I've I've wanted to talk about. People throw around the term kids movie a lot. Yes, with Star Wars, uh, I hate that. It, it, this is Star Wars is not a kids movie. I mean, you see that in reviews. Well, maybe this one was. Whether it's good or bad, you you see. Um, uh, what can I expect? It's a kids movie, right? It's not a kids movie. It's a family movie. There is a yes. very big a difference, big difference between, between a kids, kids movie, movie and a family movie. Hundred percent agree. Um, I love a good family movie. Yeah, I, I, Pixar does a great family Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Uh, kids movies, 
suck because they're not they're not made for us. They're not. They're made for the developmental age of of a child. Yes. Star Wars has elements for children. Absolutely. Uh, Also has dismemberment. Yeah. uh, And orphanage and uh, Uh, burning in lava. I mean, it has other things in lead. Yeah. It has other things that are not lead. Right. Kid friendly. That's what makes us a family movie. It has elements for for all sure. ages. Okay, so I just want to make I want to throw that distinction out here right at the beginning. Star Wars, Star Wars is not a kids movie. But I want to oh, talk about man. some other uh, long time listener reviews. Long time listener James wrote in. Sure, and uh, he thinks that everyone's just being way too critical of this movie. Uh, he actually talked to people who thought both Episode One and Rogue One should be considered better movies than this movie. I don't know if I agree with that. We'll we'll hear your score in a little bit. But uh, you know, hmm. I gotta say, I don't think episode one, Phantom Menace, deserves the hate it gets. I I would love to revisit all of the prequels. I would also point. like to do the prequels because I think, I think they go downhill from episode one. I would agree, um, but I would agree with that. I think episode one was very jarring for people because uh, for a number of reasons of most oh, for a lot of similar reasons that this movie yes but also just seeing digital effects in Star Wars for mm. the first time I think was very jarring for people it was a new Star Wars for a new generation sometimes yeah. that uh, upsets people uh, this isn't our episode one episode so we, we should well, not you're the one that brought episode one up I did not James did long time listener James brought it up um, okay. James uh, we, we asked you about The Last Jedi and I will ask you to stay on track, please. Wow. Focus. Shades is throwing down. Thanks for listening, James. Um, let's see. Uh, longtime listener Alex said uh, that he thought that Ray as a character felt kind of weak and underdeveloped and one-dimensional. But on the flip of that, that Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, spoiler alert, uh, was everything that Anakin should have been in the prequels. Thoughts Ooh, on that? Um, everything that Anakin should have been. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in, honest. When in, he said that, I went, ooh, yeah. I think I agree with you on that. Um, so there are a lot of similarities between where they set up Anakin's character to go and where they, they are now positioning Kylo Ren to go. Mm-hmm. I will say there are a lot of similarities between those two characters. Uh, one, of, one of my quips about this is they they kind of set I'll talk more about this later they set Kylo Ren up to be like the next Vader and turns out he's the next Anakin yeah um and I'll talk more about what that means later so I would I would agree with that maybe not the same way that Alex the does here's how I interpret that understood that interpretation is that uh Ben Solo and Anakin Skywalker are kind of the same character in that uh very force sensitive and pulled by both sides, the dark and sure. the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that uh, Ben demonstrates that struggle. Better than Anakin. Way better than Anakin. Yeah, Anakin never seemed to struggle with, no. with no. being pulled it, in both. He wasn't pulled in both directions. He no, was he was pulled, pulled to the dark. The dark and yeah. all he had was like Obi-Wan there being like, hey, right. knock it off. You know, hey, eye on the prize. Focus. Yeah. Uh, review from Patrick. Yeah, Patrick, thanks for writing in. Uh, Patrick says that he likes how there was no clear main character. Would you agree that there was no clear main character? I would agree with this, and I also appreciated that. I agree with that 100% that this was a much more ensemble-centric movie, and if there was a main character, it would either be Princess Leia, 
or Luke. Or Luke. Yeah. But in a way that their stories were both dependent on other characters. Yeah, it felt it felt more of an ensemble movie to me mm-hmm. than Rogue One, which was supposed to be, be an ensemble. ensemble movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You and I disagree on the point of how much this movie Woo. Another speeder. Uh, how much this movie mirrors Empire Strikes Back. Campfire. They're just being lured by the... They're like moths to the flame. Yeah. I'm, you know what? It's dying oh. down a little bit. I'm going to throw another one of these. Good thing. Semi-levitating blue-tinged log on the fire. Good thing somebody left all of this force-sensitive force wood for us. It goes up fast. It really does. It is. Uh, My goodness. The force now brought to you by Duroflame. Um, <laughs> you and I disagree on if if this mirrors Empire Strikes Back that well. Spoiler alert, I think it does. I'm not so convinced. Okay. But in the way that A New Hope was absolutely Luke's story. Yes. It was 100% Luke's story from yes. start to finish. Yep. Empire Strikes Back then uh, diverged from yeah. that and, and you have multiple points of view. Right. You've got Luke on Dagobah. You've got, um, you got Leia and Han. Leia and Han and Cloud City. Belt. You, and you even get a little bit of what's going on in the Empire. The Empire, yeah. At the same time. And this this movie did that really well. Now, I'm not saying that Force Awakens mirrored A New Hope, because in Force Awakens, there were multiple points of view as, right. as well. I disagree that... I've heard that criticism that Force Awakens was just um, basically a shot-for-shot retelling of A New Hope, and I disagree with that. Force Awakens, to me, like rhymed really well with A New Hope. Okay, okay and you felt like Force Awakens was a... Was basically a remix of A New Hope. Well, it was like it was you no. Know, it was like if it was a poem, it would be the next next, next stanza. Record, next stanza, and it rhymed with everything that A New Hope sure. did. This movie, Last Jedi, I felt didn't exactly rhyme. It didn't exactly match up as well. Um, and by as well, I don't mean like beneficially as well. I just mean oh well. Jason Sketch well geeking out on poetry today. Yes, uh, our poetry episode. Who would have thought? Brought to you by uh, Duraflame. Uh, Duraflame. Uh, <laughs> But uh, Last Jedi, I thought, like, hit the same notes as Empire. And it took those notes and it rearranged them in a different way, but it had all the same kind of um, highs and lows that Empire did. Well, we're going to talk about more of that later. Sure. Because you're yeah. struggling with it. I'm, I am. You, the, the dark side is, is, is tempting you. And I've always thought of myself more as a gray Jedi. Well, you're going to love this, the way, the direction, the of, direction of this, this trilogy. Yep. This movie to me felt like uh, it kind of shooed in a lot of elements of Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. um, into a story there that was, was a lot of Return set up of Jedi in this movie too. to be more of an Empire movie. Mm-hmm. Where at the end of this, the Resistance, the rebe- whatever it is now, the Resistance, not I the think rebellion. They're the rebellion now. I, I really now, now they're, the, they're the rebellion. rebellion. Yeah, they're the rebellion again, not the Resistance. Well, Everyone except for Leia is dead, basically, in the resistance. So yeah, they're the rebellion again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're rebelling against because apparently the first order is also is also in disarray. And it completely uh, wiped out. But I guess to be fair, but, at um, the point that they leave, they don't know that. Right. They don't know what's happened everywhere. First order, not as big as we initially thought they were. No. They took out a lot of them in Starkiller Base. Yeah, they took out a tremendous amount of them. Right. The, it was really the remnants of both right. battling it out yeah, in, this, yeah. in this movie. And we'll talk more about this yeah. too. Do you have a do you have any more fan yeah, I got, time uh, listeners? I got fan uh, I got uh, Did we answer um Patrick's? Yeah, you think that it, it they did a good job of that no one was was a true uh like main character. Right. Okay. 
far better than something like Rogue One. And yes. I 100% agree with you. Right. There's going to be little in this episode I agree with you on. <laughs> I will agree with you in that. Long-time listener Emily Ann says um, she thinks one of the big hubba blues about this movie and why it blows up is because so many people had so many fan theories, so many expectations going in, and then it didn't pay off, and so they're naturally disappointed. They're right. naturally let down. That's the danger of this, and it's unrealistic to think that everyone's going to be happy coming out of this. I, and I will agree with that, but I will take it a step further. Mm-hmm. I think there were breadcrumbs mm-hmm. left for us in mm-hmm. The Force Awakens mm-hmm. that clearly set up certain avenues, mm-hmm. Snoke, Ray's parentage, that we were led to believe would pan out yeah. as, as this third trilogy unfolded. And Ryan Johnson, I think, purposefully, because this is the kind of screenwriter that he is, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you, you think you're going to get this answer? Nope. Oh, you think this is going to be a thing? Nope, totally inconsequential. And he told us that in the trailer, Luke, because Luke says this isn't going this isn't, to end isn't the way going you to, think. Uh, this isn't going to go, go the, the way you think. think. Yes. Uh, we should have paid more attention to that. I guess. But, um, but, here's, it, but it felt, it felt um, purposeful and deliberate. Felt a little vindictive. It, yes, it felt vindictive. Like, oh, you think you know something about Star Wars? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You don't know anything about Star yeah. Wars. That is, this is my trilogy. That is definitely one of Me, the, Ryan uh, Johnson. One of the things I wanted to say. But I wanted to ask you this uh, from Emily Ann, too, because sure. she, uh, she... I know Emily Ann in real life. Great disturbance in the force. She is... Uh, you say I'm big into Star Wars. Yes. She is. She, she would be my Jedi Master. I would be oh, her okay. okay. She, she knows Star Wars like like no one's business and she was totally invested in the expanded mm-hmm. universe and oh everything as, expanded as universe before that's yes. why i want to bring this up to uh before disney bought it and so when disney bought star wars and the news came out that all that expanded universe scrapped she was as well uh but now she thinks that disney's doing a pretty good job of kind of uh recapturing really? the excitement and and the uh the adventure of star wars okay. in each of these debuts would you do you feel similarly? Do you think, let me let me rephrase that. Would you be as excited if you were just getting the stories that you wanted out of the expanded universe? It would be a different, it would be similar to the excitement I feel um, as in, as we've talked about in our Justice League episode. Mm-hmm. As a longtime reader, as a mm-hmm. longtime fan, I would feel rewarded in mm-hmm. my patronage and my dedication that now I get to see the story acted out on the screen. Um, I now get, the mystery or, you know, it, it's a new event. I don't know where it's going. I don't know what's happening. And when I do get a little something peppered in, uh, spoiler alerts for Star Wars Rebels, Disney's yeah. cartoon series, I love that they've brought in Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. He's an imperial yeah. zealot. He's not a force-wielding zealot, but he's in, you know, he believes in the Empire and the mission of yeah. it and the work that he's doing and he's incorru- incorruptible. Uh, in, in a way that uh, Anakin and Vader never were. He's even more dangerous in many ways, even though he's not a Force user. I love that they brought him in to the new expanded universe, yeah. but they brought him in in a different part of the story. They So I, like, I do like that there's excitement for me going in that I can be surprised, but man, I, I cannot... Like, in expanded uni- universe, Luke Skywalker is so powerful. Yeah. And he's powerful in a different way in this universe. Uh, where Ryan Johnson's taking it. But, I mean, I cannot stress how much I want to see Luke Skywalker pull a Star Destroyer out of the sky. 
I think I, I mean that's like, a big that's a big oh, uh, point of contention for a lot of people is what Luke, they did to Luke in this movie oh. because we wanted it. We we needed to see strong, powerful Luke after everything he went through. Yeah, in his trilogy. we needed to see um, strong, powerful Luke. And I guess like people are talking about um, on Jakku, the Star Destroyer that's crashed on that planet. Yeah, is that him? They're like they're kind of alluding. Oh, Luke Luke did that. He pulled that out. He pulled that out of like so we still get these things peppered in. I'm I like really the way though you know. brought up Rebels. I and I'd like to do Rebels as some final. I would too. I think that's how they're pulling in a and lot of that show down. that show gets it. That yes, they've scrapped uh expanded universe, but that show is like pulling it back in. Pulling it in and, and and Changing it, making it yep. flow into the grand scheme of Disney Star Wars, but uh, with like a degree of respect. Right. I think a lot of people felt this movie was disrespectful. Yes. To not only expanded universe, which okay, fair enough, it doesn't exist anymore. But the, the to canon, yeah, to, to, canon. To, to canon. You know, there's there's one more long term listener that has has uh, written in uh, just nobody from Jakku, but. I'm going to save it because it's, <laughs> it fits a big question. And I'm going to save sure. that and give credit where credit's due at big questions Okay, for that. So, uh, long-term listeners, thank you. If you were one of the lucky few that got picked to be uh, to be featured, congratulations. If not, you'll just have to wait for a future episode and when we ask for more more feedback. But yeah, uh, Thank you Shades, so much for writing in. We're all dying to know, what does Shades of Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch okay. give? Hey, uh, can Hand me that robe over there. You, you look a little chilly. I'm going to place chilly. this gently on your shoulders. Thank you. There you go. Oh, now, now that you're comfy and cozy, oh, will you share little, with us your it's score? Little, it's a little smelly. <laughs> Stained. Oh, boy. It, there are these um, green stains all over it. Whatever. That's all we always wanted was an angry bearded Luke Skywalker <laughs> with green titty milk all over his face. <laughs> that was one of my favorite memes that came out of this movie. <laughs> I mean, that rate, I could rant about that whole set sequence for hours. All right, give us your score. And give I will. Us your score. I hope you're, uh, I hope you're sitting down and ready for this because uh, I could rant about that scene for, for days. All right. So we went through the, uh, the, the Google and IMD. Yep. We went through the critic stores. I struggled with this. Okay. I thought this movie was so well done. Um, it's, it looks beautiful. I think it marries JJ Abrams practical effects and puppetry Mm -hmm. with the CGI elements really nicely. Mm -hmm. That was a, it was a nice, certainly JJ felt more strongly about puppetry and, and practical makeup and practical Mm -hmm. effects. Um, and Ryan was all like, yeah, whatever gets done quick, but you clearly, it didn't matter as much Mm -hmm. to him, Mm -hmm. but it looked great. Um, it's a solid movie. People, you know, initially when people were talking about it, they said that it was just a jumble. You couldn't follow the story. I think that's being unkind. I cannot fault this movie. Okay. It, but. Uh, <laughs> it, it's well done. But it's now a, it's a great. But now yeah, I'm going to listen to you fault it. I, I was disappointed with it. Okay. In terms of what I felt was a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And just the treatment of the characters okay. that we've been with. So you're talking our heritage characters. Our, her- our, our legacy so much, characters. Not so our much our new characters. characters. Even our new characters, I felt, were not... With, well, I'll talk more about that in my rants and raves. Because I have to, I've broken my raves down into two char- categories. Okay. But we'll, we'll talk... Did I say raves? I meant rants. I've broken my rants down into two, two categories. Okay. Um, so my score, I gave this movie a 68. 
which is incredibly low. Ooh, um, throw another log on the fire. <clears throat> it just got cold out here. I, a I, 68. Did a I hear that right? You did. A 68. A solid wow. C plus. A wow. Solid C plus. You still edges out Rogue One. Didn't you give Rogue One like a 55 or something like I that? I think so. You gave, gave it a 50. A, I gave it a 50. Yeah. No, not <laughs> Last Jedi. We're not talking yeah, about Yeah, yeah, Rogue One. I gave Rogue One a 50, yeah. I was, um, I was really let down by this movie in the writing. Uh, it looks great. It plays great. It's a solid movie, and it's a great message for the 21st century, but this is my, if I could say one thing to Ryan Johnson, create your own universe, mm-hmm. write your own movie about where you think the world is today and where it needs to go, and fucking leave Star Wars alone. Ooh, the, the phone board's lighting up. I think Ryan's calling in. Yeah, hey. I think, <laughs> whoa. Um, uh, yeah. All right, so 68. If, if Ryan could force project himself shades. here right now, I'd punch him in the nose. But... It would be force projection. Uh, yeah, I'd still do it. Okay. Uh, all right. So 68. I, I really felt this shades. movie was fell down in the writing. Okay. Okay. Um, That's sketch. fair. You're allowed your, your Thank opinion. You. No matter how wrong it is. Um, <laughs> uh, Strike me down, Sketch. I'll become even more powerful than you can imagine. Yes, on the internet. That's yeah. what happens these days. <laughs> um, I had a reaction to this movie when I first saw it of... Uh, of pure geek outness, and I and I can say that it was based primarily on the fact that it's Star Wars, right? Sure. So then I really, I really sat down and I thought about it, and it's hard to tune everything out. It really is online, and I mean, everyone's talking about it. So yeah, some of the nitpicky things, not even nitpicky, I mean, some of the things are big guys, and we'll, we'll believe me, we're going to talk about those big things in just a moment. They started weighing on me, and and they started bringing down my opinion of it. So then I did two things. Okay. First, I rewatched Force Awakens. Okay. I said, uh, did I, was I, quote unquote, disappointed in some of the things about this movie because I made giant speculations that I shouldn't have after watching Force Awakens? Did I do that? I don't know. So I rewatched Force Awakens and decided, no, I did not make giant jumps. They really laid out a clear, clear a clear footprints path. of where this thing was going. But that being said, I rewatched Force Awakens with a like a renewed appreciation, renewed love of, of Force Awakens. Mm. I, I like I kind of sat down to watch it almost as homework, but then was like, oh yeah, I love I was Force Awakens. All in on Force Awakens. But then, so then the second thing I did was then I went back and I rewatched Last Jedi again. I was somewhat expecting a Rogue One syndrome here, right? Where I saw it the first time and I was so jazzed because it was Star Wars. And then I see it again and the the shine wears off and I see all the flaws. I see the flaws, but on my second watch of Last Jedi, I enjoyed it more. Really? I did. Okay. Um, The initial shock of the initial shock of like, (gasps) like, what what are they doing to Luke? Uh, This isn't what I expected. Blah, 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 blah. That wore off. Then I went into it kind of going, all right, I got all that out of my system. There aren't any more quote unquote surprises for me now I can just watch this movie for the movie's sake and I enjoyed it tremendously more than I did the first time uh, so for that reason I'm going to give Star Wars The Last Jedi an 86 okay Okay. Um, not as high as uh, most other Star Wars movies if I were going to rate the other Star Wars movies this isn't um, this isn't the best 
Star Wars. I see that thrown out there a lot. This is the best. Star- and I, and no. I don't think this is the best Star Wars. No. I also don't think this. What is- do you think is the best Star Wars? <sighs> I mean, for me, I'm probably always going to go back to A New Hope. I mean, so many people say Empire's the best. Mm. I. I thought you were going to say like Revenge of the Sith or something. That was you no know, Revenge of the Sith is probably my least favorite. Yeah, out of all, it's not a good one. Um, Maybe the best been, lightsaber battle of all time, but no, I would even disagree with you really? on that one. Yeah. Okay. Are you forty-five minutes of them jumping around lava. <laughs> no, 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 just the just the last one. The very last. Yeah, on the lava. Okay, but not the forty-five no, minutes no, of them no, popping just, around the no. things in and the, jumping in on the droids room? and no, all the silliness. No, okay. Um. This also isn't the worst stories. This doesn't. This person's no. going around to like remove Move it from, from canon. canon. It's just ridiculous. Come on, hey, guys, you're hey. embarrassing yourself Inter- at internet. this point. Stop embarrassing yourself, internet. You got to deal with it. We got it now. We deal with it. We move on. All right. If you if you didn't love it, fine. Great. Guess what? There's going to be another one in two years. Exactly. And we can all hate solo together. So I think we're going to pretty <laughs> hate that. Um, <laughs> You'll get your chance to hate a Star Wars movie. The thing with this movie is, this is going to be divisive. My opinion, not just this movie. My opinion is going to be divisive. I remember back in, when was it? 97, 98, when they re-released Star Wars. Oh, 97, yeah. And they they released um, A New Hope, right? And they added Jabba. Yeah, they added stuff. But that was, remember, that was my very first time seeing Star Wars. They got Ever. the depth of field all wrong. Sure, fine. Yeah. But that was my first time seeing Star Wars, and that's when I fell in love with it. And that was then, the first time you saw That Star was the first Wars? time I'd ever seen it. Wow. Remember, we've talked about this. My family wasn't into like sci-fi wow. and big movie epics like that. So that was my first time ever seeing Star Wars. I loved it. And then my father was like, you know, there's two more. I don't know. Holy shit! What? And uh, so yeah, I went to my local library, and they have, of course, had the the, the uh, VHSs of of Empire and Jedi, and I watched them back to back. And I watched Empire, and at first, I was disappointed at Empire because oh, of yeah. because some of the leaps that it took, right, some of right, the right, right. some of the things that it did to A New Hope that I was like, oh. I I don't know, but now of course you rewatch it and it's just a part of a bigger story and and oh, yeah. and you appreciate it for for so much more. Uh, that's what I see this movie doing. I uh, I always thought because I, well, I guess I watched them when I was much younger than you and uh, you know Muppets Jedi was always my favorite. Yeah, Grow, growing up as after I saw all three when I was young, Jedi was my favorite. Like like yeah. hands down. My, uh, and now, of course, we can't just say Jedi. We have to say Return of the Return Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Um, was was my hands-down favorite. But then as I got older, I guess I started having more problems with kind of like problem. the story of, yeah. of Jedi, uh, which is why I think I just land on A New Hope. And that's that's the problem with a story like Star Wars that's so big. And and it's taken years and to, to so tell. So much of our lives are... So much of our lives are Star Wars tangled up That it's that. so hard to... It's so hard to... We were different people as children. Yes. yes. And you're never going to recapture the feel of the magic of seeing something right. like that when, when right. you're a child. Yep. You, you know what I mean? So that is a big uphill battle that Star Wars has has to, to face as far as like critic reviews. Uh, not critic reviews, like fan, fan reviews. Fan reactions. You, know? you can mimic it, but it will always feel like a mimic. It right. will always feel nostalgic. It won't feel... Genuine, that genuine thrill of seeing it for the first time as a child, in my opinion. 
I would have to. That's agree just with a that. long way of me saying eighty-six from from uh, from sketch. <laughs> I, I give it an eighty-six. I wish I could mirror that sentiment. I, I mean, this this is tough for me to say to, to admit. When I was coming up with my score, I really had to sit down and think. If I was going to the movies today, right? I only had time for one movie. What was I going to see? Last Jedi or Justice League? Probably go back to Justice League. Watch it again. Yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, so then I was like, well, I can't go higher than. Right. My Justice League score. I would agree. I, would I, was, I was much more excited for Justice League, and I mm-hmm. felt much more rewarded. I definitely uh, felt more rewarded as a fan of the, the subject matter. I know I'm League. in the minority on this. I feel like it was a better constructed movie and story. Then I know I'm in the minority on that. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Okay. You are in the minority. I know I am. Oh, we'll talk more about why that is. All right, let's, but, get, uh, let's get into rants and raves. Last thing I want to talk about for rants and raves oh, is... Oh, this is not um, a rant or a rave? Nope, this okay. is the last piece of, of Last Jedi. The movie is just about to hit its first first week out. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's just... Second, uh, second, second, second week, week out. Yep. Uh, second week As out. As of recording. Right, and uh, it's about to break $700 million. Mm-hmm. We don't know how much the movie made. Disney yeah. does not release those Disney, figures. Disney doesn't have to. When they release a Star Wars movie, they Disney don't tell you how much they spent on it. Rules. Um, the estimates from people looking at it for the special effects and the amount of time it took to shoot, people are estimating that somewhere between $250 million and $300 million. Um, and so I would just like to throw this at Me, I at guess, because I'm the only one here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, these fish, fish nuns. nuns. Fish nuns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think they would have laundered this row just lying around here? Um, so if if it took two hundred and fifty between two hundred and fifty and three hundred million dollars to make, and it's mm-hmm. only made seven hundred million dollars, uh, the only other movie we have out right now with this kind of earnings is Justice League that costs three hundred million dollars to make. It's just also just about to cross seven hundred seven hundred million dollars at the end of its fifth week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to throw any labels out there. The internet has done that enough. The question moving forward is, was this a profitable movie for Disney? And um, I, we'll never know how much it costs to make, so I guess we'll never know the answer to that. And we'll have to see how that plays out. But I don't, I don't want to talk about what, you know, we, we kind of sat down. These are sums of money that we can't possibly even imagine. And, and like what makes something a success or what makes something a bomb? Well, like I told you too, I, I find it depressing to talk about these right. sums of money. But for, I, feel like entertainment. We, I feel like we have to. No, yeah, no, it is. I mean, it is a business. And I right. mean, we knew that, especially when Disney this, bought the property. Yes. I mean, Lucas always was great at making it a business. Merchandising. And, and mer- yes. Merchandising. No one beats Star- beats Disney right. as far as merchandising. As we goes. were uh, in the GoCo kitchen earlier, as you demonstrated with your Star Wars banana. Oh, yeah, my Porg banana. The Porg banana. Yeah. Uh, Disney Whew. knows how to slap its property on literally anything. anything. Um, Star Wars like bugles. Chips. So I mean, whether or not this movie BB-8 cereals, wh- whether or not this movie was a uh, financial success for them or not, I mean, the, the marketing hype was definitely a success. the marketing hype is definitely a success, and the the fact that it's just going to keep it going and it's right. going to extend the story and it's we know eventually it'll make billions of dollars absolutely. as both Rogue One and Force Awakens did, but we, you know, if if we talk about it for one, I feel like we have to talk about it for. Sure. All. No, it's only fair. It's it only is. fair. So we don't know how much it costs. The estimates are two hundred and fifty million to and three hundred million somewhere in there, and uh, it has not yet crossed seven hundred million, but it, it will probably tomorrow. 
on the rants and raves? Canto Blight. Yeah. What do you want to start with today? Do you want to start with rants or do you want to start with raves? I want to start with raves. I don't even know why I asked you. Why don't you start us then? All right. Let's start with raves, guys. Sure. I'm going to start right out the bat. Um, I am going to uh, go with my biggest rave, I think, of this entire movie was Mark Hamill. And I'm not talking Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill. I'm talking Mark Hamill, the you know what? actor. Kudos. Welcome back to the screen, yeah. sir. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you on the big screen. Regardless to come. of how you feel about Luke as the character. Right now, I am talking about Mark Hamill's performance. He was given this character, this new direction, the way he needed to uh, present it. And goddamn, did he knock it out of the park. Can I give you a quote? Sure. Uh, Mark Hamill gave a very famous interview before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, looking very forlorn, uh, maybe strung out on on heroin. Whoa! Uh, just talking about oh come on, this is Mark Hamill. No, this is this is the this is the you know, not actually strung out. Oh, it's like okay, the, okay, okay. Some of the memes are like we had sad sad Fleck when they did the yes we did the the justice. Like, I'm, I should have prefaced that better. <laughs> this is like the strung out Luke Skywalker. You know that Mark Hamill is one of my top three. Uh, Mark Hamill, yes, I love Mark okay. Hamill as well. Um, so this is like the sad fleck version of Mark Hamill where yep. he just kind of looks just absolutely forlorn and just out of his mind talking about this character. Quote, when Ryan gave me the script, you know, said, I fundamentally disagree mm-hmm. with every decision you made for my, for this character. Mm-hmm. And he gives, you know, he says, it's all, you know, playing this character was like playing a different character. Let's call him Jake Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Jake Skywalker. Let's get trending longtime listeners. Because this is a very jarring character. You know, I can't believe this is where you see the character. Mm-hmm. However, as my job as the actor now is to carry out your vision yeah. for that character. And for a guy that doesn't believe in any of the decisions that was made, he made me believe it. Mark yeah. Hamill's a great actor, yeah. and um, he has been typecast for years. He only ever plays in movies himself, like, I was Luke Skywalker. You know, yeah. he gets those kind of roles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the character in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back where he gets the, the hands like some, cock knocker yeah gets his hand cut off yep. giant hand cut yeah, off cock like, oh, not again if long time listeners if you were wondering if we Ooh. were going to use the phrase cock knocker in our last Jedi <laughs> episode there it is question has been answered alright let me uh, so let me offer a rebuttal to what you're saying because I, in fairness to Mark Hamill uh, he came out as of recording this today he came out yesterday yeah, and publicly like, and said he regrets he regret saying, saying any those of things. that yeah. that uh, whenever you're in a creative pro- process there are differences right. of opinions right. and that he's completely on board with what Ryan did and, and, right. and, and right. yada yep. yada yada I also uh, saw because that. certainly people took those those first words of his and, and, and carried that it as the a movie flag them, yes. to, to just tear it down. Yeah. And I think that's why I enjoyed it more on my second viewing. Because on my right. first viewing, I was having a hard time coming to terms with this Luke Skywalker. Let's call him Jake. The, with, the, with Jake Skywalker. With hashtag Jake Skywalker. <laughs> um, then I saw his ending. I saw how his, his sure. story concluded. I was kind of at peace with it. So then I go into the second movie going, all right, I know this Luke Skywalker. Hashtag Jake, Jake Skywalker now. And let me really look at it. and Really appreciate it. And he, l- let me tell you, he's, people think Mark Hamill disappeared for, for years. He's been voice acting. He's been voice acting for so long. Yeah. And, and you see it in this performance. Yep. Because when you're a voice actor, the challenge of being a voice actor is that all of your nuances, all of your emotions, all of your inflections have to come out in your, in your voice. voice. 
And you have to perfect your delivery Oof. to to Do such a fine fine tuned instrument, and that comes out bonkers in this movie. It really does. I mean, he, he did a great interview on the Graham Norton show where he does. Oh, uh, where he did Han Solo. Han Solo. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah. want to see a disaster artist esque movie of of uh, Mark Hamill playing yeah. Harrison Ford. Well, that was um, amazing. That was a great, um, another great, like, fuck you to Ben. Yes. Uh, at the end of the movie, oh, that his last line to Ben see is, around see you around kid in a way that, yep, that Han would have said, said it. See you around kid. What a great. Uh, You're not rid of me. Oh, You're not rid of me. I'm getting shivers again, just even just oh, replaying I'm, I'm with you. Uh, in my mind. Yeah, Mark Hamill's performance. You know, people are are kind of talking Oscars for Mark Hamill. Are they really? Yeah. What? For for his for best supporting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen a lot of movies this year, but I can't think of a better performance that I've seen. And and like you said, like so much with so little. Yeah. You when you look at what's to, on the page and what he did with it, that's that's the thing. You have to separate your own emotions. Yeah. Connected to this character. And you have to now at this point and go along with this character like, and this now watch is, what the actor's doing. This is who this character became. Mm-hmm. And kudos, Mark Hamill, for being able to, to portray that in such a way that we're having this reaction to it. Yeah. If Mark Hamill, if you ever want to make guest appearance on the show, Please. I will we li- love you. I will literally melt down into we a, will bring a puddle the go-co to you. Of green titty green. I made mean, <laughs> Seriously though. We cannot. Speak what? highly enough about your performance in this. What the fuck was that? And and we're two. I mean, we're two like Mark Hamill geeks because I mean, not oh, only man. not only do we grow up on Star Wars, but uh, he Justice was he was in Sequest. Remember, he was he was Tobias in Sequest. Oh, man, um, and and so many I think you and I have both were... said that for us, the Joker will always be Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Um, he was also in uh, Avatar last yep, year. Uh, Fire Lord Ozai. Yep. So uh, so good. Uh, he also, um, what's the Nickelodeon show? Uh, regular show, right? He was a, a oh, oh, that's a Cartoon Network show. Cartoon yeah, Network. he was like the big gorilla. Yeah, guy. I never really watched that show, but I did hear. Yeah, he's, he was on I mean, the, He's in stuff. He's like, the man of a thousand voices. He is, and and the point here is that uh, all this of is, that. This is his triumphant return. Yeah, to the all of that that skill, all that perfecting he's done yes. over the years has really it all paid came off. out here. Uh, so cannot say enough good things about him. That was that was your rave. That was my rave. You get it. You get a rave now. And then I'm going to interrupt yours. Okay. Yeah. That's how it works. Yep. My biggest. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I'm going to take over from here. You were. I saw that coming. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, you're force sensitive. I am. I, I, hey, I always wielded a green lightsaber. <clears throat> Luke and R2 on yeah. the Falcon. Oh, what a touching moment. What a touch. And for moment. me, that was the emotional high of the movie. Yeah. I didn't feel a lot through this movie other than like, what the Ooh, fuck is I happening did. in the Star Wars? I felt a lot during this movie. Yeah, but it was like, a, it was like ah, Star Wars. No, no, I also had, I had a lot of highs and lows. Um, this was my biggest emotional high, the yeah. Luke and R2. Yeah. Because like the droids in this universe are like their pets. They're like their dogs. Yeah. And that they can understand and have personalities of, and, and mm-hmm. motivations of them own. And Luke and R2 on the in the dark on the Falcon and mm-hmm. R2 is just so fucking depressed. Yeah. In this whole trilogy. It's tough uh, he to doesn't see. turn himself on. No. He just he's it's always off. He's always just depressed yep. and, and asleep. Yeah. It's tough. And it's so hard to see R2 like that. He's yep. my favorite character. Mine too. I've always loved R2. I know BB8's the droid of this trilogy, but 
R2 will always be. Yeah. And like. Which, fair enough, because R2 did get two trilogies. He did get two trilogies so, okay. that he's the hero of. And it's, uh, it's fine. I've come to terms with that. But, but that when, moment. When this little. Dr- and here's the thing. The only reason Luke you know, grabs his lightsaber and goes off and fights the Star War. Yeah. That little, <laughs> the Star War. That little droid. Yeah. yeah I'm the sorry. Only, do you mean his laser sword? Don't, <laughs> don't get me started on laser sword. Okay. Nobody. Uh, okay, so that little droid. Way. I that gotcha. Little, this little droid. The only reason that we're off fighting the Star War with Luke Skywalker yeah. is this little droid. Yeah. That, that he you started everything. Say, it's all him. Mm-hmm. And when he plays that message, mm-hmm. help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're the only one who can. Mm-hmm. Oh, just yep. like, I, I teared up. I, I teared up in that moment. And then Luke's, I'm not coming back. Like, I know you don't understand, but I'm not coming back. And like, poor R2, this little droid. And it's not like you could say, people argue that it was like destiny, that R2 was meant to wind up with him. No, Luke's uh, Uncle Owen bought R5-D4. And he like flipping blew up. Yeah, It was complete happenstance that this little droid wound up no, you could say it was the will of the force. Well, you but could, I, but I, it, was, I get. it was the will of like three PL. Like, oh, well, I mean, I've worked with this droid before. We have a good partnership. Yep. He's like, he's in great working order. Yep. It's like the the only reason that little droid. I'm gonna piggyback onto your onto your rave here, and it hit me talking about that same scene though. It was such a beautiful tribute to Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I, I mean, oh because, yeah. Uh, say what you will, and I agree with you. Spoiler we, we alerts wouldn't... for people who don't follow the news: Carrie Fisher no longer with us. A year ago, yesterday, a year ago, yes, of this yeah. recording, recording. Um, say what you will, and I agree with you. We wouldn't have this story without R two, but we also wouldn't have the story. I mean, Leia was the one that sent him down there in the yes. first place. Yep. I mean, uh, she's our princess. She's our she space is. princess. She is our space princess. And, and also, just to know. If you follow like Mark Hamill and and social media, I mean, guys, I I I don't do a lot of social mediaing in my real life, but I do follow Mark Hamill because, as I said, he's one of my top three. Hamill himself, uh, yeah, great, and, great Twitter and hashtag. Uh, he and Carrie Fisher oh. were like a legitimate yes friends in, yes. in real yep. life. These weren't just two roles. They, uh, they, they kept played. up a good friendship together. They did. Over the years. And uh, so other than it being a great scene in the movie that like got your feels, got yes. my feels, you could also feel it from Mark. Like Luke and Leia. You, you yeah, could you're see, talking about the, the goodbye that they share at the end of the movie. No, no. I'm talking, I'm oh, talking oh, about the, the little scene, message. You, the sure. little message. Okay. It was a great scene, not only for Luke seeing Leia, but also kind of like, you know, they shot Mark. that. Yeah. You like, uh, maybe not, but I have this feeling like they shot that after she had passed. Oh yeah. I, I 100% feel I, like I they would, put that I in would also, after she had passed. I would also agree. I would say in this movie, there are two tributes to the passing of Carrie Fisher. Yeah. One of them I hated, and we're going to get to that later yep. in rant. Uh, <laughs> but the other one I, was beautiful. And this was it done. This was beautiful. Perfectly. As not only yep. a nod to to like sparking the hope that the rebellion needs. Right. And, and, um, and spark back that'll into light the, the flame that'll burn the first order exactly down. um but it was also just like in a movie where a lot of times it felt like oh fans you think you know fuck you uh this was like fans here's one here's one for here's you. one for you you know and it was really touching so i think that was your rave but i had to go it was, I had was to get up we it. we piggyback really well yeah. it is your rave okay i will switch to poe 
Okay. In Force Awakens, one of my big things about Force Awakens was I wanted more Poe. I didn't learn enough about Poe. If he's one of these, the three. I mean, every trilogy right, 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 has right. their three yeah. main characters, quote unquote, mm-hmm. main characters. We didn't get enough Poe. We got some Poe in this movie. We did. And um, I liked it. I mean, I've read people. Down not, with the patriarchy. Not, yeah. Slap him across okay. the face. All right. We want to get into this right, right now? <laughs> people, I've seen the term toxic masculinity Ooh. thrown around a lot because oh. Poe, I guess, went against his female leadership. But how about th- inept leadership that didn't this, share the plan with this their was his, people they wanted to execute it? This was his character. I mean, we're, yeah. we're watching this story. And, He's an ace fighter pilot. And you know that Poe is going to become a leader of the rebellion. I yes. mean, the writing is on the wall for as, oh, yeah. as much as Ryan will let us have writing on the wall. He He's becoming... Basically, like the new general. If Poe's not leading the rebellion mm-hmm. in the next movie, yeah, it's the fuck it all. Yeah, like, um, stop, stop leading us on. Yeah, because you you coy little seductress. This was his story to show. This was his like trial by fire. Yeah, uh, and he failed. And he failed. But what did Yoda say? Failure is the best teacher. Failure is the best okay, teacher. He failed, and he lost tremendously. He lost a ton, and he's learning through all these these failures. Yes. Um, Another thing, though, to say about Poe is that in uh, three trilogies now of star battles, sure, right? We we've gotten great battles in in space. I have never right. seen a standout pilot like Poe Dameron. This is my favorite space battle of yeah. all. You're the first one, time like that and, opened the movie. Yes, and yeah. it's my biggest rant. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, but. This is by far. Yeah. We have never seen mm-hmm. uh, a starfighter like pilot of a pilot when he leaps like, and bounds away from when that all X-wing of his- like slams on the yep. brakes in reverse. Yep. Dire- yep. Oh my god. Oh Dameron. And this is little this anything is, this like is that tiny. These Wars. are like little details that like oh, I and just X-wings keep out can't over. and uh, I'm sorry, uh, tie fighters can't turn like that. No. But the, but here's the thing, and this is where this is where I'm going to take Amazing. a new level because of my my Star Wars uh, geekness. I am <laughs> the way he's utilizing his S foils on his X wing is like beautiful. I would yeah. imagine the typical moviegoer is going to be like, "That's cool." But I I was watching like, yes, finally fucking somebody's using those S foils. Yes, because in the movies it's always S foils are closed for travel, accelerate to attack, attack speed. Yes, and S foils are open for attack, but. Right. No. Poe is using them as like as, rudders. Yes. yes. Oh, like oh, and they they're were not just so open good. or shut. Like they you were control them. Yes. They were uh, so good. And I mean, we we uh, we grew up with original trilogy, hearing that Anakin was like the most the, gifted the, starfighter who we'd ever seen. Your and was the best pilot. In the, in very good. The system. I fought with him in the Clone, in the clone Wars. Walls, um, yes. Boy, we're good at that. <laughs> you can almost think uh, Alec Guinness hey, J- here. JJ, JJ, uh, if you need, if you need a. Uh, Obi-Wan cameo. Are you talking about J.J. Abrams or a long-time listener? J.J. Abrams. Oh, okay. Um, Look oh, up. my God. Wait, what if long-time listener J.J. is J.J. Abrams? Oh, my goodness. Holy shit. Now I'm oh, wait, more we should, excited about We should having, know this, though, because we he won the contest for uh, yeah, Justice having League. Having seen Justice League. Uh, but the, anyway, we go to the prequels and we get, like, spinning's a good trick. Like, that's, like, <laughs> the best pilot in the galaxy. And, uh, oh, you know that was never the focus of the movies. Let them sure. pass between us. But but Poe's Poe was not the focus. Poe was on another level. Poe's uh, ability to pilot wasn't like the focus of this 
movie, but it still came out. Like you, you can still see made it. a prediction. Sure. In our speculation spe- spectacular. Yes, I did. That possibly Poe mm-hmm. is the progeny of of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I would still say that's still possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on his X-wing piloting, I would say there is something um, well, that was that was one of the piloting. That was ability. one of the things that I uh, was basing my idea on. I will say I've done a little digging since our speculation sure. episode, and uh, there is uh, some extended universe comics that are canon because they're they're current, okay. current comics uh, about Poe Dameron. I have not read them yet. Okay. Uh, but from what I understand, we do meet both of Poe's parents. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. Well, I mean, we we met. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, this movie deposits that. Don't, Anything you think you know, you do not. Yeah, don't believe everything for surface value anymore in Star Wars. Was, but here's here's one thing. Just forced through our reporter <laughs> at me. Here's one thing that we we do know is that uh, there are these four sensitive trees. It's not specific to Last Jedi. If you watch the Clone Wars series, there's a Force-sensitive tree in the Clone series, uh, right, Clone right, Wars right, series yep, that, yep, yep. that exists in the Jedi um, Jedi Temple. Right. Um, They're all over the place. After the Empire rose to power and took over the Jedi Temple, they destroyed the tree, but remnants of it, saplings, kind of got spread yeah, across a, the a galaxy. Baby group. And Poe's parents uh, took one of them and planted it on Yavin 4, where right. they were living at the time. And right. so some, that's where that's where the, the rebel, rebel base, base was. was. Yeah, makes sense. And, and his mother people, was an ace pilot. Some people speculate that uh, Poe Dameron, then being born so close to the vicinity of a force sensitive tree, right. might oh, have rubbed off on him. In some okay, way. not to the point where he's a Jedi or anything like that, but well, just like the, any, the perception anyone can use the force. Absolutely, and and that's not new to this movie. Fuck you, George. It, it has always been that anyone can can wield the force. One of the but a uh, few George Lucas yeah. moments in this movie. So anyway, Poe Dameron. Uh, not only his growth as yeah. from a hotshot ace pilot to potential rebel leader, but also General Dameron. Also seeing that goddamn fantastic oh, flying in wow. action. And I will I will uh, leapfrog sure. over you there. Let's with do it this, again. This being my favorite space battle of all time. Those mm-hmm. bombers, oh, they were like they were were they B wings? No, those were not B wings. But they looked like B wings. No, they did not. They did but not. you know what? You brought a B-Wing, so I'm going to just put this in there. The skimmers at the end, yeah, those were old gutted-out B-Wings. Old B-Wings, I loved yeah. That I detail. loved that. That was a great little detail, because if you didn't know it, they it were, didn't matter. It didn't like, it matter, didn't matter. Yeah. But if you knew that those were B-Wings, it right. just made you feel better. They were they were what was left of... Yeah, they were just gutted-out, gutted, garbage yeah. B-Wings. shells of B-Wings. Um, they were beautiful. Losing their, their S-Wells and everything. But yeah. uh, those bombers were new to this movie, and... That they kind, of, they kind of looked like sure, yeah, uh, yeah. They had yeah. like same kind of similar cockpit yeah, yeah, yeah. of like yes, yeah. Okay, thank you. With a Falcon, obviously, we're much together. bigger than a, a B-wing. Um, yeah. That the bombers. W- what I liked about those bombers, and I know that you say a lot, and I agree with you for the most part that a lot of this movie was a big fuck you to George and a big fuck you to JJ. Yeah, uh, not long time listener JJ, right? JJ, JJ Abrams. Abrams. But that scene with the bombers, I thought that was a a nice nod to to George Lucas about how. Um, he used uh, old World War World II, War II yes. uh, especially, especially yes. uh, the aerial combat yes. to kind of uh, influence, influence his space, his space battle. Yes. I mean, especially with like um, in the, the New Hope with the, the gun turrets and the, the Falcon. Gun, uh, yes, we're right out of a, a B, B a flying fortress. Yeah, exactly. Like and, tail and gunner, this, front gunner, yes. Uh, this was a nice kind of nod back yes, to that. Yes, World War II bomber. Yeah, I, th- 
show me something different and I'm in. Yeah. And this, I've never seen space battle like this. Yeah. I loved everything about it. And uh, Rose's sister, mm-hmm. um, who we, we see, you know, she has her, her half of the medallion. Yep. We know it's going to come back later. Yep. Can't remember her name for I the life of me. I found her much more compelling than Rose. Oh, yeah. As a character. Yeah. Um, not to take anything away from that character of Rose, but in terms of like meeting a character mm-hmm. um, and in terms of the universe. So oh, you were invested in her a lot faster, yes. I feel, than, than and we, Rose. I feel like we learn a lot more about that character in a very short period of time uh, and like what defined her. And another thing about that, that space battle is you, I mean, at you least I, I, I was on it. the edge of my seat like, oh, it, you got that suspense back of like the old trench run. Yeah. Like you really felt oh. like this could not go well. And, I didn't feel that in Starkiller Base. And no, I didn't either. It Starkiller Base was more like uh, you remember this, oh, right? Yeah. And this this There's was like blow them up. we're not gonna blatantly do the trench run again, but right. we're gonna give you the feel of the trench yeah. run, that suspense. This this might not happen, right? Guys. And at the end of it, I think they did a great job of it being Yes, it's a victory. We took right. down a juggernaut. And the, no, it's uh, not. No, it's a lot not of a victory. Dead heroes. We Good lost job, like our entire bomb. We did lose our entire bombing fleet and yep. most of our, our light fighters right. on this. And now Good we're job, on the run bro. anyway. Like, um, and we have no defenses. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a good... There's a lot of this movie that's like, you think you know what's going to happen, but right. you, you don't. And that was yeah. a good way of doing it. Of you think it's a victory, it's not a victory. Can you uh, can you light another log and throw it on fire? Yeah, it's getting a little chilly out here. I'm gonna take this one that's like floating at eye level, and it's. Bizarre. I feel like it's whispering to me something, and I'm just gonna. Uh, and now I hear tiny little screams, tiny little echoing screams. Yeah, it's bizarre. Whoever left this big pile of firewood, kudos. Thank you. Kudos. Um, is it my rave or your rave? I piggybacked on yours about the space battle. No, did you space piggyback battle on was your piggyback? Was we're, just, this, we're just like flowing. I'm gonna give one here. We're just like flowing um, so good together. I know this is also one of your raves. All right, let's you get want, into it together. Share this one. Yeah. The return of wily old man Yoda. I wrote down specific. I, I guys, I have a lot of notes on this movie. Pages. And, and usually, I, I have down, pages of notes. Sketch. Yep, nope, not for this one. For me, it is sketch has pages upon pages, pages upon pages. I have just one bullet here under my raves, and it is I quoteth motherfucking Yoda. <laughs> Empire strikes back, motherfucking Yoda. Yeah, I have. I have. My note is batshit crazy. Yep. Empire Yoda. I, Empire puppet Yoda. I um. Oh my goodness! I legitimately teared up because Yoda. Yoda's been in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoda. We had the last time we saw puppet Yoda was in um, Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace, but it was not. You know, it was, it was puppet Yoda in it a was chair. Puppet, yeah, exactly. And it, it, was and it wasn't. Chair. And it wasn't Empire Strikes Back. Yoda. No, 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 no. It was a very different Yoda. Yeah. And then Yoda kind of became General Yoda. Yep. Um, jumping around, yep. back flipping. Yep. Which everyone always kind of like lost their shit over and I never it never did it for me. It was one of those things when I saw it the first time I was like, holy yeah, shit you're, this you're is awesome and then, lightsaber. and then afterwards I was like, well, okay but is that what, if, it, but what happened to wars not make one great? Yes, exactly and I feel like we've been, we've, we've been missing Yoda for a long time. The, the prequels never really captured the essence of Yoda yeah. and man you, you, you kind of talked about this with me. Uh, sure. What did I talk about with you? The lengths they went to to recreate the Empire puppet. Yeah. 
Um, because obviously, because it's not the Empire puppet. Uh, obviously, that puppet. No, you know, they weren't thinking about these things in the '70s when they were making these movies. No. You know, who knows what happened to that puppet? But if it even still exists. But this, they, how easy would it have been to just CGI? C- oh, so easy. Yoda. So easy. Um, no, they they took the time. They made the puppet. They got Frank, Frank Oz, Oz back to do the voice. Did Frank Oz not do him in the prequels? No, he did. He did. Okay, yeah, he did. Um, but I mean, this this is no questions asked. This this is Yoda, yeah, Yoda, yeah. and and Wiley, um, Wiley, kind of like crazy uh, old like, reclusive man. You're yeah, gonna like hit you with a cane for your ration, Yoda. Yeah, like I have I have perspective <laughs> now, you silly youngster. Like yep. you don't know. Uh, what's really important, stuff like that. And he gives one final lesson to young Skywalker. Oh, what he calls him, young Skywalker. That was another moment that got me. The moment I saw the pointy ears yep. with the glow, yep. I immediately welled up. Oh. My eyes watered. And, and the I way was... they pant- pulled back over its shoulder, over that yep. puppet's shoulder. I mean, it was Yoda. I mean, he, he, um, he had... Probably Yoda always has great lines yeah. and, and profound lines, and and his Re- line in this one was read them. Uh, you have real uh, page turners. They are okay. That was more of a quip, <laughs> but I think it might have been his last line where he said uh, uh, something along the lines of like, like, "We are what they grow past." Yes. That is the true burden of a master. Yes, that's that's beautiful. Especially, I mean, I don't know if it resonated as you. I mean, as you teacher. and I are both teachers. Yes, and I mean, I you look at Master Yoda and Master Skywalker. I definitely teach like a master Yoda because I'm all about like focus on what you're doing now. My, I'm a, guys, if you don't know this, I'm an art teacher. Right. My kids worry about like, oh, I'm not as good as you or I'm not as good right. as these. And it's like, no, focus on what you're doing now and, and you're going to get better and you're going to grow. And, and you're definitely more of a, of a, of a master Skywalker because you're more of a, everything you just said is wrong. That's how you teach. <laughs> right. I mean, fair enough. Thanks. It's amazing. Everything in that sentence that you just said. Is it's wrong. Yeah. Right? Everything you just said is That's wrong. That's how I imagine you teach, right? Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, but I love that Yoda came in to just kind of like put some perspective back in into, yeah. to Skywalker. Because Skywalker, Luke thought he was doing the right thing. Sure. He, he was stepping away from it. Uh, right. It was toxic to the universe to have the polar. and Jedi. Exactly. The polar good and the polar, or the polar right. light and the polar dark. Uh, but Yoda was like, you. You fucking numb nut! You didn't. You didn't listen to me. You didn't. Bag and Empire. Always, always concerned with with what's coming. You're, not, fair, you're not here in the moment. Yoda trained him for like 15 minutes. Yeah, that's true. He got about 15. Like it's it's plausible that Ray got more training. But Yoda's Yoda's not like. Uh, I mean, he's not angry yeah. about it. He's more just like he's still you didn't, not. You, you didn't still listen. Haven't learned. You, you, you didn't you, listen. You yeah. got to focus on the now. You got real focus Jedi on master. The you are, and that was and and that was Luke's downfall was yeah, that he, he, he was listen. looking too much to the to past, past and too much to the future. He right. wasn't invested in, in the now. now. And so that, that little moment of them was, it was great. Was yeah. Really. That's, that's another emotional, um, just, just moment. Yeah. For me. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's your rave. I feel, you know, I just feel satiated. Like right, I just yeah. got that, so got that rave out of me. Um, let's see. I mean, I have a lot of like little things. These, these have been my, my big, big raves. I already mm-hmm. mentioned how I like the little details, like the B wings. Um, I really like how the force was explained in this movie. Like when Ray was meditating on the rock, mm-hmm. um, and she was explaining how it's the space between 
it's the energy that flows yes. between uh, life and death and right. and, and uh, peace and chaos and and um, she well, feels it in her and she feels it in all living. You know, like that. Do, do you feel it? Do you feel, feel it right it, now? I feel it. It's in me. It's no, that's that's just my flow. Oh, okay. That was Sorry. a little silly, but. <laughs> But fantastic. It was also fantastic. The first time I saw it with like the 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 twig in her hands, oh, yeah. I was like, come on, this is supposed to be powerful. But then the second time when I watched it, it's I was great. like, ah, fuck it's it. great. Because Luke really is kind of like fucking with yeah, her the yeah, way Yoda he's messing with her the way Yoda would. And so I, I was It's I, interesting I was of what Luke took away from his training with Yoda. Yeah. Of what he thought a Jedi Master was. Yeah. There's also a great meme that I saw. Where I'm not to go back to Luke, but there's a great meme I saw recently. We're and, always going to go back to Luke. It made me change my pers- a little bit of what they did to Luke. Mm-hmm. It's like Luke, you know, Luke's the most hopeful guy in the galaxy. How would he wind up here? Well, let's look at every other Jedi Master. Oh yeah, for sure. And Obi Wan ran that away too. to Tatooine yeah. and became uh, okay. like, a reclusive no. old man and abandoned all of his ways. No, I'm gonna. Have Yoda to ran away one. to Dagobah and became reclusive. Yoda did run away. I will never fault Obi Wan for what he did though, because he, as he said at the end of Revenge of the Sith, I will take the boy and look after him. He, so, so he, he he is on Tatooine for more of a purpose than than he is Yoda on, is on but Dagobah. He also like hid out under a false name, sure, and became a wily old man, sure. And to be fair, gave his, up all of his his kind are kill on sight. So I mean, to, yeah. be fair, to be fair, to be fair, but it wasn't so much of a stretch looking back at lore. Even if you look at Rebels, Kanan, where we find where we first yeah. meet Kanan Jarrus in Rebels, he's well, also you know that's if we look at the Jedi. Yes, there's, this is there's not, some great. Luke is not there. the first. This Luke is not the first Jedi, Jedi to, yeah. to go this way. I at think, the height of their power, the Jedi failed to realize the the takeover of the empire. Oh yeah. Like, you know, people are so great about the Jedi. People who say this corrupted, like the, the romantic idea of a Jedi. Yeah, I'm like, have wrong. you not fucking seen the prequels? Yeah. Because that, if anything corrupted the idea, yeah. the beautiful idea of the Jedi, it was that. Then again, you know, that could be the message. We in the original trilogy, uh, were always looking back on the Jedi romantically mm-hmm. as this great, Order and then in the prequels, a more we're civilized of, age. We're kind of it was never civilized. We're kind of it's put in our face that yeah, they're a religious order and they're trying to do good, but there's a lot of flaws yeah. to the system. Oh, and then, oh yes, and and um, this movie just really makes you it it makes you sit down and and chew on that. Yep, like if you haven't been yet, if the prequels really didn't make you question it. We're gonna make. I'm gonna it. make you chew on this and swallow it in this movie. You know what I mean? Um. Again, I gotta defend Obi Wan though because I really do think he was there, looking after looking Luke. after Luke. Yeah, from afar. Yeah, because he knew Luke would be in more danger. Right if, with him. If, with him, but he he still had a promise to keep to his old. Here's this his old student, old dude in Jedi robes and a, and a little kid. Didn't Obi Wan abscond with a, a little exactly. kid? Like. 20 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Scratch beard. I like, I like makes, the, like, I'm scratching so, my Jedi beard. It makes a great audio. Side note, side note. Uh, no, I, I can't be known as, as Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Everyone will know who I am. I'll have to change ben my name. Kenobi. How about old Ben Kenobi? <laughs> no one, will, no one will get that. Oh boy. Yeah. But that's also that's I mean, a new hope is also with when the universe was the largest and you could get away with things like that. Now everything's fucking connected. I mean, even in Empire, we started making the connections with Vader being 
Luke oh, father. spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert, alert for uh, Empire Strikes Back. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Shocked, I know. Do you have any more raves? I mean, I do. I could just keep raving and raving um, and raving, but I don't want to go on forever. Carrie Fisher and, and her portrayal of Leia and also the character of Leia. Leia. Um, and I, I really got to poise this question. Sure. Not really a big question, just a question? Just a question. Okay. Is there a lack of strong female characters in sci-fi fandom and in Star Wars? Every, you know, we're making this big deal about Gal Gadot in um, Wonder Woman, Woman yeah. and Rey as like the new heroine of the age. Mm-hmm. Princess Leia rescues herself. Mm-hmm. She's a badass. From day one. The garbage chute flyboy. Yeah. Um, it's not her, it's not her uh, title that makes her capable. No. It's her ability to handle herself. And um, Star Wars, one of the first movies, mm-hmm. like we talk about the Bechdel test mm-hmm. of whether, you know, uh, uh, those not familiar with the Bechdel test, it's how to, to judge if the female character in a movie is a legitimate character or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New Hope passes the Bechdel test. Yeah. Uh, so does... Empire, Jedi might not. Jedi, not so much. Um, Princess Leia and and Carrie Fisher. She's been around for a while. Yeah. And I I just thought this was another great portrayal of this character to see how she grew and changed over time. I'm going to, I'm going to deposit a question uh, during your question. I loved, I loved, uh, I love General Leia Mm -hmm. and the character she's become. I don't think we got enough of her in Force Awakens. No, that was the, I, that was Han's movie. That was it was that yes. was Han's movie. This was definitely supposed to be Luke's movie, and then the next movie, I think, all intentions were. I, I hope to be, they. To I hope the they did movie. some shooting in the net for the next movie. But, but let got me some footage in the camera. Let me ask you this they question: Spoilers. They got a big problem. This is not. Uh, this is not a big question, but it is related to what you're asking. Leia. Sure. Are they not going as hard on Leia as they should be? Because Ryan has 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 come out and said that, like, no, this is a movie about meeting your heroes and see how they fail to meet your expectations. We get that a little bit with Han in Force Awakens. We get that a lot with Luke in Last Jedi. But Leia's still, I mean, she's still competent and and doing the right thing, and we're totally on board with her. However, she completely failed. She was the politician. Mm-hmm. She was always the politician. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the argument that the only reason she has authority in the rebellion is because she's a princess and her, her dad was. Yeah, Bell Organa. Yeah, Bell Organa. Senator of the old yeah. Republic. Yes. And uh, I, I think Senate. they fixed that a little bit in Rogue One. If, if Rogue One fixed anything, I would say Rogue One fixed whether, like, Leia's <laughs> authority. It, it he very big, clear. Yeah. yeah. I, I trust her with my life. Yeah. Um, like, she, she's going to get this done. Rebels she's an does that at, as well. And I was going to say, I think Rebels did it better mm-hmm. um, in that episode. And, mm-hmm. of course, the only reason the Rebellion had the uh, Hammerhead Corvettes in one of these was because yep. of Leia. So uh, I think Leia failed to see a couple things. She failed as a parent. She failed to see she what was happening with her son yep. because she was so concerned with politics. Mm-hmm but failed as a politician mm-hmm. to unite the resistance and the new galactic Republic. Yeah. She failed to protect it as a general. Yeah. 
and she you failed. You could even see that at the end of this movie because yeah. no one came to help. And she, and she failed to unite the resistance. Her rallying cry was not enough. No. I guess that would be her no one's No one is coming. Yeah. No, Nobody is coming to save you. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Luke is coming to save you. <gasps> I haven't seen it yet. God damn it. Um, He's the man. No, yeah, Leia is definitely... Leia failed in a lot of ways. Leia is definitely a rave, too. It'll be interesting to see how they handle her. It, it's... They, and I think her past They have a tough kind of job ahead of the them. criticism a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to... Unless they have some, like, real meaty footage in the can, mm-hmm. or they're going to do a significant time jump, and she's just passed. Yeah. Which I'm kind of feeling like they're setting us up for a time jump. Yeah. Well, this one happened almost immediately after. Instant. It is the immediate aftermath of the base exploding and them jumping away. Yeah. So, yeah. Any more raves? Uh, yeah. Just one. Just one. Uh, Luke's big gunslinger entrance at the at the end. Like, oh man, are you a Western fan? Do you like westerns? I mean, I I enjoy watching them. I wouldn't say. Ooh, a new Western's out. I gotta go see it. But I, I love a good watching. Western. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the trope of a Western mm-hmm. is like the young gunslinger always goes up against like the, old, the old gun hand who's mm-hmm. kind of just a little past his prime. Mm-hmm. And the old, the old gunslinger always like, he's still got it in him. And when Luke walks out of that fucking door. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The whole exchange. That of, whole like, scene was great. That, oh, that my good. The only thing that killed, I mean, I know for you it made it even better, mm-hmm. but it's what? like someone who loves Westerns, uh-huh. I felt cheated. Okay. I felt oh, that he wasn't there. That he wasn't actually there. But man, the whole setup, the way it played out, and like when he flicks on that lightsaber, mm-hmm. even though I have a rant about that, I mean, I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction of like, Locking blades with yeah. Him. He fought like an airbender. Yes, he used his opponent's really momentum did. against him. Like you can't even touch me. Last Jedi, last Airbender. Last. Look oh. at this. I, I, Luke Skywalker, such a better air, Airbender than Aang. I. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's just sit down for a second and the, in the last Airbender, M Night Shyamalan. Oh, M Night Shyamalan. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything about that scene I didn't like. I loved watching it the second time. Yeah. Uh, the My f- only complaint about that, and we talked about it, was the lightsaber. It should have been and his we'll, green You want to just say that right saber. now? Sure. Yeah, yeah, it should have been his green saber. That was the one thing that took me out of it. I don't know why it was the blue I don't either. lightsaber. And I don't think anyone will ever explain that away to me in a way that I'll buy. Right. It should, there's no reason it should have been his green lightsaber. If everything it he was doing... blue lightsaber. It should have been his green. It should have been his green. Yeah. yeah it should not have been his blue saber. If... If everything he was doing, which we come to find out, everything he's doing in that scene was basically stalling and distracting Ben so that Leia could get away. He's walking out into a doubt. He's walking down Main Street and Mm -hmm. and all the all the the riflemen are up in the the towers and they're just waiting for him to to pull his gun and shoot him down. I mean he did distraction. He did everything in his power there to rile him up. Yeah. Uh, avoiding flashing, saber on. Uh, yeah. even to the point, even that that little like, like sh- the little shoulder flick, and oh. we're both shoulder flicking it right now. Makes, makes great, great audio, audio, but it was perfect. But, I mean, especially because, especially after the fact, we know there is absolutely no need for that. That was, any of it. That was yeah, just a gesture just, to be like, come on, I'm getting you going. Fuck yeah, everything we have is that bad right now. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Then and then noticing, which I didn't notice on my first 
run through that he was not leaving the red footprints the way Ben was yes. in the and then yep. wa- but then watching it a second time and being like god damn it yeah. he is not he's not and then you know it was it was such a Luke way to end things because it was, it was Luke is the person who finds another way yeah always but, and at the same time it was also going out the same way his first mentor did yes. it was going out the way Ben did Ben Kenobi did yes because if you, if you if you strike me down, if you what was he say? If, um, if you kill me in anger, I'll be with you forever. And so he's going out yep. with a Luke attitude, but the way his mentor told yes. him to go out, you go out saving somebody else. Yep. It's kind of like what Rose said. We're not that okay. Fine. Gosh, the disappointment <laughs> that that washed across your face. Uh, you wipe that down with some green titty milk. The the uh, <laughs> please don't call it. That. Rose said that. Uh, what did she say? We're not going to win this by destroying what we hate. We're going to do it by saving, saving what, what we love. love. But fine. Regardless of how you feel about Rose or that scene or anything like that, that's exactly what Luke did. Yes. He did not destroy okay. what he hated. Yep. He used his, his, uh, his, he even did what Snoke said. Remember at Snoke at the way, way yeah. beginning? Yep. He said, you find a weakness. That, why do I keep Hucks around that right. rancor? Because you find weakness right. and you, you forge it into a, into a fine tool. Yes. Right. And that's what he was doing. That's what Snoke was doing the whole movie with yes, with with, uh, with Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren and Hux. But it's also what Luke did at the end. I mean, yes. he saw Kylo's weakness. Yep. He was an angry, angsty boy who was mad at his teacher, yep. and he was going to use that as the tool to help lay in the what was left of the rebellion Absolutely. escape. That was beautifully done, except for the lightsaber. Yeah. If if that lightsaber had been his Return of the Jedi green lightsaber, perfect scene. Yep. As it is, it's a ninety nine percent. Well, maybe uh, maybe in a couple of years, George will come back and uh, and re- put put in the put green, the green saber. lightsaber in. The, the issue is, was that your last? Was that your last rave? I think this is a good transition. This is a good rants. transition right into rants. So, long time listeners, we're going into rants. There's no reason that that shouldn't have been his green saber. No. I don't, I don't get it. And I know I sound like like the trope of like Star Wars nerds, like. <laughs> There was absolutely no reason that his Never green lightsaber... Never mind that five minutes earlier, it had just been destroyed. That was the one thing that I was like, <sighs> why? Okay, so how does he have yep. it? How does What's he have going on here? the blue lightsaber? But also, Luke has got the blue lightsaber back at the beginning of this movie. He has not had it since his, his fight on Bespin with Vader. Yes. It's not his lightsaber. His green saber is his signature yes. weapon. That is... Even though we as an audience haven't really seen much of it, right? Presumably, we get it in flashbacks. We've ha- he's had that weapon for thirty at years. his side at least until he went into exile, yeah. which was a long ass time because yeah. Ben was pretty old. Not yeah, old, yeah, yeah, old yeah. but I yep. mean, Luke still had his green saber. Luke's been in exile for at least ten years. That's also the saber that started the whole conflict between him and right. Ben. That would have been the tool to use to really incite more anger out can of you, Ben. Can you throw another log? Sure, fire? sure. Yes. Can you uh, spark it a little sure, bit with your sure, saber? Sure. My green saber? Yeah. There you go. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's festive. It is. It is festive. Yeah. And also, I feel like just for, you know, in and granted, a lot of this isn't canon anymore, but mm-hmm. different color saber blades mm-hmm. are kind of let you know where they used to are mean putting their, their attributes. Yeah. Um, and green was for like perception and influence and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, using your Jedi mind tricks. Blue was more of using like your, your Jedi fighting ability yeah. of where you like. And again, I can't fault jumps. it because 
versus force push and, and projection. They've undone that. So, you know, I'm not going to. It would have made more sense for his green saber. Also because uh, his green saber, the yeah. hilt, yeah. is modeled after Obi-Wan's yeah. lightsaber. Instead of Anakin's. Instead of Anakin's. Right. Which was also very telling in and terms he was, of his character. He was totally channeling Obi Wan. He was in that totally last, channeling Obi Wan. And if he was going to project a different lightsaber, yeah, it should have been Obi Wan's rather than Anakin's. Yeah, rather than yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, that I mean, compared to my rants, though, that's a minor rant. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have bigger some rants. bigger rants than that, but it was a good way to get us. You into started rants. raves. Can I start rants? Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. Let's see if I agree with your rants or not, because you presumably have more rants than me, although I do have a long list. Luke Skywalker is handed his lightsaber, throws it over his shoulder, and says, quote, what do you think? You're just going to show up here and... He says that later, but yes. I was just going to run off my laser sword and take on the whole First Order. Mm -hmm. It's basically what he ends up doing. Yes, it is. <laughs> no one in the history of Star Wars, mm-hmm. in any book or movie mm-hmm. or cartoon, has ever referred to a lightsaber mm-hmm. as a laser sword. No. When you're, yeah, a no. Kid, when yeah. you're a little kid and you want a lightsaber and you go to the toy store and you're like, oh, can't please have a lightsaber? Oh, yeah, and you get the off-brand they laser sword. bring you to, like, KB Toys and give you the flashlight with a piece of plastic on it. That's the laser That's sword. Laser. It's the off-brand mm-hmm. lightsaber. Yep. It's the $2.99 lightsaber because yep. the lightsaber costs 50 bucks and they're not going to spend money on the $50 lightsaber. You're going to get the $2.99 mm-hmm. laser sword. If yep. you're talking about rants to take you out of the movie, yeah. Luke Skywalker calling a lightsaber a laser sword, like okay, maybe there are the two coolest weapons in all of cinema history are probably the lightsaber mm-hmm. and the proton pack, and sure. I, and the lightsaber is probably just a little bit cooler. Um, you're very partial to Ghostbusters. I'm stuff. very partial. I, I mean, put lightsaber was so much further than, uh, but the, that's okay. The lightsaber, that's okay. But I mean, like that. iconic movie weaponry. Sure, they're they're up there. Yeah, the, the lightsaber is yeah, definitely no, no, cooler. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the the lightsaber has been ever has forever been taken down a notch mm-hmm. by that exchange, and it's just another kind of Ryan John. These these moments I like to call F U J J F J. Yeah, F-U-J-J. was it a fuck you to George? Because like, do you think like in an early script it was ever just called the laser sword? I think so. And then they were like, no, that's dumb. Lightsaber, perfect. Like la- laser sword is the thing that they they say in movies that are not Star, Star Wars. Wars branded, so they can't get sued by. <laughs> Star Wars. Maybe they won't be able to do that anymore because <laughs> now it exists in Star Wars. Right. It's All right. Like, I'm oh. going to um, I'm going to take your rant here, which I personally feel is a very shallow rant. Really? Yes. Are you kidding? I agree with shallow? you. I agree with you. It, it bothered me, but it, it did not. So wait, rants are things that take us out of the experience of the movie. Yes. That took me out of the movie. Okay, but it's, it's a, far. He's a flipping Jedi master. For me, it was far more. It, was it offensive for him calling it a laser sword? Yes. It was far more offensive for me that he fucking tossed it over his shoulder in the first place. Oh, yeah. I'm that, with you. Regardless of if that was his or if he oh. had history with it or anything like that, that was also his father's. Obi-Wan gave it to him. There should have been some oh. sentimentality to, to it. And clearly they were... Well, this is what I mean by like a uh, F.U.J.J. moment. Yeah. J.J. Abrams gives us the cliffhanger. Yeah. This, this is the whole... 
All right, now, Ryan, you run with it. This whole movie brought us to this point. And, like, the lightsaber, like, it's in your hand. And he's looking at it like, oh, like, this lightsaber, as you said in our speculation spectacular, this lightsaber killed all of my friends. Yes. Um, yes. Every Jedi. Yes. Dangling. Yes. And, like, Obi- there's a Obi- lot of. There's a lot of. History to history this here. piece. Nope. Over the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and you could say that he's, like, throwing away his stuff and everything like and that. And it's also kind of like see saying, that, we Ryan see that, saying, I'm not going to take this movie in the direction that you want. Oh, no, it's JJ. totally Ryan saying, uh, this is not going to end up the way you think yeah. it is. This is totally Ryan saying everything, wow, it's amazing, everything that you have said Great movie, is JJ. Wrong. Not going um, to do it. it. But it also, it, it's, it's, it's even counter to the character of Luke in the story because in the story, we see that he does have these collections of Jedi relics. Right. Uh, in his hovel yeah. and, and the books, things that he's collected no over his yep. travels. Why would he take this lightsaber, which is arguably a, a very famous Jedi relic at this point, oh. and and just dispose to of it? To then force project it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh. It, it was uh, destroying. The reason I'm saying it's shallow is because, it, as a rant, is because it's the same rant for me as like having a hard time believing that uh, Luke would even even if it was a moment of weakness and everything, like consider killing his nephew, Luke, who was a character who, who thought that Vader could be turned right. to the good to take his own flesh and blood, his nephew, who he's seen grow up from a, an infant to a presumably 15 to 20 year old, right. hard to tell. Sure. Uh, and is, is being drawn to the dark side that he would go to the, to the degree of killing him. Even if it's just for a moment when he was so adamant that Vader, supremely evil and dark presence in the universe could still be turned because there was still light in him. I had such a hard time coming to terms with that. That took me out. So then you you go, and you know what? To a lesser extent, so did him throwing the lightsaber over. I have a hard time believing that. And then, to an even lesser extent, him calling it a laser sword. Okay. That's why I say it shallow. Because like to me, the fundamental hard thing about Luke is that he even contemplated enough to turn on his lightsaber the fact that Ben was going down this 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 dark path. Sure. I have a big question about that at the end. Yeah, wait, wait, okay. wait for the end. Oh, your, uh, your rant. Space Leia. <laughs> uh, Leia Poppins? Yeah, I have, I have, man, I have nothing good to say that about that. Is that CGI? Oh, you think that was not CGI? Leia but, floating through space? Leia floating through space. They had to add that in after she had died, right? I, or do you think she so, shot it? Do you think it was for, those of you, for those of you paying attention at home, this <sighs> is the other homage, I think, to Carrie Fisher's yeah. death is like space space angel Leia like floating down from right. the wreckage. Completely missed the mark for me. Hey, uh, sketch in the vacuum of space. <laughs> yes, how this does, is... How does one's clothing ripple? This was, I mean, with no oxygen or wind, it's hard to really get nitpicky on the science (sighs) of this because Star Wars takes a lot of liberties with the science of space. I mean, we should technically not be hearing any of the battles taking taking place. Okay, so they take they take liberties. My issue is that was her big like show that she has a connection to the force. force. Um, there, I feel like there were such better ways to do that. Oh yeah. For example, if you're going to do it at that moment, here's just what I came up with sure. while I was just spitballing, going like, all right, if I'm going to complain about this, how wh- how would I fix it? 
What if instead of her being blown out into space, you thinking that she died, which I argue they only did because she died in real life. And right. so that you're you're thinking, <gasps> this is really where they're going to kill her yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't because we'd seen enough trailer to know that right. she exists on the yeah. on the salt planet. They did the same thing in, in Fast and the Furious after um, Paul Walker died. They, right. kept, right, right, right. they kept almost killing him right. in his last movie because you're like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. It was that same cheap trick. Yeah. Why didn't she instead... I don't know, feel the missiles coming in, like perception with the force and like just try to block them or deflect them. And, you know, she's not as powerful as somebody else. So it, but, like, it doesn't how about, work. How about she is that powerful and like missiles coming in and like just force like moves them. Yeah. Like turns them around, sends them back at the start. Yeah. And I, and I know you had to have this moment to, <sighs> to kill the whole bridge crew so that then it's pandemonium and the rebellion. So maybe she's, she stops them in midair. You get the moment of, oh my God, Leia is force sensitive. But then, I don't know, one of the TIE fighters shoots a missile and it blows up and it still pulls everyone into space, but it pushes her back so she can still be saved or whatever else. All I'm saying is, flying through space, it did not she, do a service to she, Leia. Cheap. You know, no, it, you know what? Shallow. It is shallow. And it, and it was a cheap shot. It was a, it was a cheap shot at our emotional heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. The other Leia thing, the, the the projection out of R2 was like so beautifully done. Yeah. And this was so ham-fisted. Right. It was so sloppy. It was like putting the, the rays of light coming behind her and her floating down gently. And it was it was too much. It was not the honor that I think they were going for. Yeah. It was it was borderline offensive. Yeah. To me. I'll agree with that. And it, it's going to bring me into a big question, but I'll I'll, I'll save the big question. Sure. Um the the cold open of the movie. I'll hold. What the, what the fuck? Uh, 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 Commander Hux. Oh, my uh, goodness. He's got red hair. Uh, pasty. Oh, my goodness. I have a message it's spa- from... It's Spaceballs. From General Leia. It's Spaceballs. I'll hold. About his mother. Still holding Still holding for General Hux. It was... Is hold... Is hold like, first of all... Yeah. First of all... Yep. Nobody under the age of 20 knows what hold is. Sure. Um, it's a gimmick. It, this was a gimmick. A, it's just a gimmick. It's like further evidence of what is happening with movie and cinema. Mm-hmm. It's easy to entertain people with humor. Yeah. And even if it doesn't make sense in this context of the universe or the story, cheap laughs. Can I take thrills. the next can I take the next two rants? Because sure. I have two rants that tie exactly to what you said. Sure. What you said is I completely agree with it. Like the humor level of this movie, 90% of the time I was fine with. But for ten percent of the times, they went way, way too, too far, way too yeah. big with it. That cold open to the point where that's like the first lines um, of the movie. And remember, guys, a rant is something that takes us out of the experience of the movie. The opening scene of the movie takes me out of the movie, and it's supposed to be suspenseful, right. and it's supposed to be hopeless, and it's supposed to be—you don't want to say climactic because it's not at the end, but it's supposed to have some gravity to it, and that it immediately starts with Poe doing a like a shtick, right? Oh my god, there's so much to say about this. But the humor levels were inappropriate at times. And it, the uh, the whole imperial uh, iron coming down like it was a ship. Right. And then panning out and it's like an iron. That was straight out of Spaceballs. Yes. Like, if, if Mel Brooks was going to do Spaceballs 2 to capitalize on right, all this, right, he'd be right, pressed right. for ideas. Because right. he'd be like, they're already doing they, all, they my, all my gags. They took it. So a lot of times the humor was fine. Like, a lot of the things that Luke said on his island was fine. A right. lot of things that Leia said uh, was fine. Like it had it had appropriate levels of humor to, compared to the other, the original trilogy. But then you have scenes like that, which were fucking disgusting. They they were like, 
and and they were she, so out of character. She does not begin to describe. And uh, oh, and, and, and uh, just to just to the exclamation point at the end of it was that it was like, oh, it's a message about your mother. It was like that is just we don't even tell your mama jokes anymore, right? You know, right, like right, right, right. right. Oh, oh, my blood is boiling. I'm feeling the dark side take over. Here, <laughs> but here's, um, oh God, there's so many rants that stem from this this one rant. Really okay, are. okay, all right. Let me go in a couple directions. Okay, may I go in a couple directions? Sure. For starters, that's also the scene where they threw in the "I've got a bad feeling about this." Yeah, and I hate that. Uh, yeah. I hate that they had BB-8 say "I've got a bad feeling about right. this." I'm sorry. In every other Star Wars movie, even in Rogue One, right, we get an "I've got a bad feeling, feeling about, about this. this" that we, the audience, right can understand. Right, 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 right. It's, it's not funny. It felt like a fuck you that Ryan yeah. was doing. Like, yeah. oh, I'll give it to them. Right. But like in a real shitty way. Right. You know, like, oh, it bothered me. Uh, so I don't count that this movie had. Yeah, it didn't I've got a bad feeling yeah. about this. Now. Here's the other thing. The, the language of this movie at times, like that joke, it, it doesn't it fit. It didn't flow. It was like, has it, is anyone checking how people talk in this universe? Right. Because that whole joke thing, and the, yeah. the fact that this really bothered me, and it probably shouldn't have, but it's this rant because it took me out of the movie. The fact that rebel um, admirals, as they were going down with their ship, were saying Godspeed. Right. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. not be saying nope. God. Nope. God doesn't exist the in the Star Wars you. universe. Yeah. May they say the that? Force be with Why were they you. saying Godspeed? I don't it, know. It, the first time I watched the movie, it stopped me enough to be like, wait, what? What? And then the second time, I really made sure I listened. And I'm like, yep, they're fucking saying yeah. it. Like, that yeah. really, a lot. that really bothers me. Uh, and just to, just to piggyback off of that, yeah. they killed Admiral Ackbar. They did kill Admiral <sighs> Ackbar. Um, someone, uh, and I won't say who, because I don't, I don't want to out them. But someone did say to me that, yeah, and they, and they, and they even said hell. They said hell, because Post foot goes through the, uh, the B-wing, the skimmer cockpit and he right. goes oh what the hell right and i'm like yeah but you, you can't fault him for saying hell because han says han hell says in, hell in and empire yeah. strikes back but god yeah has they not they don't have that they don't have the idea of yeah. a of a deity right like that it's i mean force for, for as diverse as the universe is the force is the kind of the, the, one the unifying that, yeah. factor that, that you all, either believe in it you don't so it was it was very strange. And even if there is this notion of God somewhere in the Star Wars universe, it's obvious that the rebels believe in the Force right. because they use that all the yeah. time. So why are they saying God's name? Right. I don't know. You got more rants? Oh, yeah. I got I've tons. got lots more rants. Got this is my rant? Tons. I can't remember whose rant this is. I took your rant and I went like in four I directions. I think it's it. your rant. Oh, I get another one? Okay. Yeah. So this is also kind of tied to Poe's little sure. monologue back and forth. Which, by the way, I get why they did it. I just think they did it poorly because Poe starts... Force Awakens with kind of a comedic line of who, right. who talks first, you right. or me. Right. But when I rewatched Force Awakens, I was like, but that's kind that, of funny because it was like nervous laughter. Right. Like he's, also, he's kind of diffusing the situation yeah. with humor. It fits contextually. Yeah. And and then they took it and they ran way they, too far. Yeah, they, so. yeah. uh, but that was the start to me of the downfall of the First Order being a menacing, threatening organization. Oh, and then yeah. throughout this entire movie, they just got weaker and less threatening. Yeah, as the movie, they really went on. are dark helmets. Yes, troopers. So much bugs. of this was space bugs. I mean, the Hux, first order is a joke. When you watch Force Awakens, Hux is a legitimately threatening, menacing military badass. Yeah, you watch this movie and you're like, he's just kind what of happened? a sniveling dog who's taking opportunities where he he's can get a them. mustache twirling inept. 
it's completely unbelievable yeah. to me that he would have made it to the position he is <laughs> yes. in. Yes, there's no in way. In the first order. I mean, you have people would, around him being like, ba- almost basically rolling his eye, rolling right, their eyes every at every time. Yeah. To the point where, like, on the planet, uh, uh, he's like, Kylo of, Ren's like, take me down there. And Hux is like, like what? I don't let-. And he slams him against right. the wall. <laughs> and the officer's like, taking you down. Taking you down. Like, Hux is a joke yeah. in, he's, in, you know, in this movie. He's, he's like Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra Commander is like the most inept. Like, how did Cobra Commander become the leader of Cobra? Yeah. It makes no sense. And and we got we got so little of Snoke that yeah, am I, I gonna count it as a huge rant? I don't know if I'll count it as a huge rant. I mean, it's still mysterious. We got enough to know Ben's story. I mean, I would have loved to know more like what could have led Ben down to the dark, the dark path. He's just he, an angry He had all of his dominoes set up for like a light side Jedi. Privileged white male. Bill, that is the yeah, I read it. Did, wait, did uh, I yes. send you that? I had already read it. And <sighs> um oh, yeah, I read it. I hated that. Okay. If you don't know what we're talking about, there was this article. There's an my article. rants are just blurring together like it's they just are. a big mess of, of Bantha Pudu. Um you gave this a higher score than I did. Yeah, because I still love it. Um yeah, there's an article that uh, basically classifies And when we say article, articles uh, these yeah. days are so Article is being generous. Write a blog post and it's an article. Yeah. You know, the first trilogy was rebelling against like the man, the faceless, the corporation. Yeah. The The government that does not have your best interests. Yes. The. It's hard because chronologically. Yeah. The the man. Four, five and six are about like the man, the government failing you. And the prequels are about big corporations. Big corporations taking over government. And now these prequels are, are basically the villain being. White male privilege. Yeah. Which I disagree. I mean, I hate that they even had to make that point. I right. disagree that I I disagree that, that you missed the point of the movie. The, right. the, the the villain is is hopelessness. We're the villain. Our our inaction and our desire for people to solve our problems for us, i.e. Luke Skywalker, who's gonna come back and fix everything and mm-hmm. hold the galaxy to, or the doctor. Mm-hmm. That the doctor is gonna show up in the TARDIS and and make everything okay. Yeah. You gotta you gotta save the galaxy yourself. If you yep. want to save the galaxy to be saved, you gotta get off off your tuchus and save the galaxy. So I was bothered by the fact yeah. that they I, missed the point. Whoever they, wrote they, that, they missed the point. Quote article, and, and it was such a praise. It was like, yeah. thank God, it, finally the villain is an entitled white boy. Like that that is, and it wasn't even the it, it it was it was praising that Star Wars saw that that's the true villain of. Our life, right. just our, like the man generation. was the yeah. the villain no. of that time, and corporations were the villain. And now the true villain, the thing that we all need to fight and rise up against, right. is entitled white boys. It's like no, it's 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 hopelessness, hopelessness. It's, it's this idea that uh, someone else is going to fix it for you, yes. and if they don't, everything is hopeless. Like right. you missed the point, point the on that, movie. and people should not be getting on your bandwagon right. because it's it's faulty. It's based on a false premise. That wasn't even my rant. What are you doing to me? You're corrupting <laughs> me. You're like, you're, you're Snoke. Oh, I was talking about the First Order. Sure. Right? And the villainry of the First Order and how it was, how it was diminished. And, and uh, you know, Snoke, Snoke was a, uh, a red herring. I mean, we yes. thought he was going to be huge. And, and that was another thing of Ryan that being is like, you F-U think he's going to be big. Moment. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, were you shocked, by the way, by his, when he died? I saw it coming. I did. I mean... In that moment? In that moment. I did I, not see it coming in that moment. You didn't see I it? I thought that was well done. 
I the when how when, he was oh the lights I thought Kylo was pulling it to Ray. That's what I thought he was doing. You thought Kylo was going to like pull the saber to Ray to Ray. Yeah. Oh no, I saw that coming. I didn't see it coming. I saw and I like I liked how a mile away, and I, I did like, like how Snoke was like, oh, and I can feel him turning the saber to to strike his true enemy, and right. and 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 then and then it turns on and it kills Snoke. I like that. That that was good. I it, was it I was what caught me off guard. Spoilers mm-hmm. was when it cut him in half. <laughs> I thought we were going to get a kids a, movie. In what? In a kids movie? In a kids movie? Yeah. When when like a holiday like, ham right down the middle. I thought we were. I, I mean, I didn't know what they were setting up. I saw like this. Like, oh my god, is he gonna? Is he gonna turn? Is it like? Is gonna happen? Is he gonna like? He and Ray gonna take down everybody? Yeah. And when they cut Snoke in half, I'm like. Uh, uh, I don't know where this is going anymore. Yeah. I don't know where this, I don't know where this franchise is going anymore. Well, that's what Ryan said. JJ, this isn't going to set up. This isn't going to go the way you Snoke think. Snoke was going to be the big baddie. And I mean, yeah. for two years we've been talking about, we're going to get this moment where like Ray's going to fight Kylo Ren and Luke's going to mm-hmm. fight Snoke. And mm-hmm. nope. Definitely that's because not. everything you just said was, was wrong. wrong. Ryan was talking through Luke throughout this entire, everything you thought entire movie. You but wait, I'm not done. I'm not done with my rant. Okay. So you got Snoke, you got Hux. They were horrible. I was fine with what they did to Kylo because it did make him a more menacing bad guy for the final. Sure. Sure. Um, but Phasma. What the fuck with Phasma? I mean, that was... I thought she died in a trash compactor. For starters, she should have. And then when we find out that she didn't, it was like, all right, well, she's going to have a big Some comeback. Kind of, yeah. And you even got it what? in the trailers, the big clash with her and, and Finn. And in the trailers, you see her with her helmet off. Do you? Yes. Oh, I got to There's like promotional the material in trailers where you see her with her helmet off. And once again, we get <sighs> absolutely nothing. what a what a throwaway what character. A throwaway character. Like what on earth would I don't know. Is that another thing that JJ was really setting I think, something up? Yeah, I think it's another like, no, fuck, it. fuck you JJ moment. It and, just want to long time listeners. We, we want to make distinct JJ Abrams, not, not long time listener. listener JJ. JJ, yeah, we love you, JJ. Um, it was just another moment where it was like, really? Again? Again? Like, can I, does anything in this mo- trilogy pan out? I get, I get Ryan's idea of this isn't going to go the way you think. Everything you said is wrong. It's to keep you on your toes. Oh, it isn't? But, it isn't going to go the way I think? But then as, as soon as nothing goes that way, then it I gets mean. frustrating. Yes. It went too far in and that I direction. And I think you've, you've touched on like, you. my big big problem with this movie. I'm good at touching on things. Nothing pans out. Every single thing that's set up, hmm. like, we talked about this in Stranger Things. Don't give the people what they want. Yeah. Or, or what they think, what you think they want, or what they think yeah. they want. Give them something else. Surprise them. Yeah. But when nothing pans out... Well, the oh, better, the better uh, storytelling... Ray, Ray, I, you, you, I know. I saw it. I saw your parents. You saw them too. They're nobodies. Yeah. Your, your parents were junk traders that sold you. Actually, because people are arguing that oh, he could have just lied about it, and it's like yeah, because now in Star Wars, all we could because now in Star lying. Wars we can't believe anything anymore. Now we have to just assume that everyone's lying. But but she, he said, search your feelings. You yeah, know, you know, you you know, know and she said the words first. Yep, there were nobodies. There were nobodies, and so um, they're nobodies. Like so you, I saw them. Search your, you know, it's true. Yeah, they're they're nobodies. To you be fair, with mean her, nothing to this story with her. Um, but you mean something to me. With her, her finding out her parents are nobodies, though, that was another mirror to, to, to uh, Empire Strikes Back. Because the big reveal in Empire was that 
Luke is related to to Vader. Right. And, which you would have never seen coming. But in this movie, everyone's expecting her to be related to somebody. So the big reveal, of course, is that she's, related she's not. Nobody. So again, it's it's rhyming. It's like George Lucas says. It's that's, poetry. That's it fair. I still don't have to like it. No. And, and, you, and you, I still think it's cheap. You don't have to like it. And this all came from me, like, from Phasma. If, and I think that's what's upsetting a lot of people about this movie is you have to give something. Better storytelling would be... Okay, bad storytelling is uh, giving people exactly what they want. Sure. Better storytelling is not giving people exactly what they want. Right. But the best storytelling is setting up people to expect what they want, not delivering on it, but then giving, giving them what they truly, truly wanted want. that they didn't know they wanted. This movie doesn't do that last step. I'm not the hero that they deserve. Exactly. I'm the hero that they deserve. That got them. Um, exactly. Like, we didn't get that final step. We got the, here's what you expect. Fuck it. Fuck you. Everything that Fuck you it. think Fuck is garbage. Yeah. And then tune in in two years. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> no, we needed that. Like, oh, here's what you, re- here was, here's what the, what you really needed. Maybe you didn't get what you want, but you got what you needed. And I think a lot of people felt like they didn't get what they needed out of this. Movie. Anything. I have more, regrif- I have more rants. I have but, a lot more rants. But I, I do want to get, Me I mean, too. I have a we, big we have one. To, Big question or a big no, rant? No, big rant. Can I do one last big rant? Can and I then... get a rant in? No. Those have all been your rants. No. Fine. One rant. I can have one rant? Yes. Oh, Make it man. a good one. I haven't, I haven't given, I've only given one rant so far. Yeah, the lightsaber. The issue is I agree with all your rants, so I take over. I'm the Star Wars guy. See, this is why we can't give you a rant. <laughs> I don't know where to start. I know I'm only going to get one. Uh, no, you can have as many as you okay. want. Okay. I, I, I will go back to the writing. This movie feels like uh, a number of recycled properties. Mm-hmm. Um, like Spaceballs. We've talked about Spaceballs, but also Battlestar. Battlestar Galactica. I mean, the, that was, that was mean, right out of Battlestar. Yeah, the slow chase across, across the stars. Mm-hmm. There's an episode early in Battlestar, because I didn't watch a lot of Battlestar, mm-hmm. where the Cylons are able to track them. Yep. And they have to keep jumping every Yeah, they two keep minutes. showing up every... I'm at the jump every is. two minutes, yeah. or and it's, they'll, it's running yeah. them ragged. Yes. Exactly. This that whole sequence of the movie, the whole Poe Leia sequence of the movie, is right out of Battlestar. And I will say this movie feels more like an episode of Battlestar than a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it definitely had the 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 hopeless uh, yeah. plight feel to it we're and on I our mean, own no one's coming to save we us. wanted the re- we wanted to really feel like the re- i get it that's yeah. they wanted the rebels to really feel like that and they, they really did they did I mean, they were but successful the cost of making this movie feel like a star wars movie well i feel like the the yes i do feel that there was a lot of bad writing in this movie i'll agree with you on that the the part that i that i thought really summed it up was poe poe's being reprimanded by leia right yes and she says uh yeah she slaps him Demoted demotes him and tries to teach him a lesson of when things go bad, you can't just hop in your, your X-Wing and, and blow, blow shit up. up yeah. Okay. And like, he's, he's coming to terms with that for a second. Then the fucking first order appears. Right. And they're like, how do they track us? It goes to pandemonium. And he turns to land and be like, permission to get in my X-Wing and blow, blow shit up. up. And yeah. she's like, permission granted. Granted. That's bad writing. Yeah. Like, like she should have at least begrudgingly accepted. Right. She was like, Yep. Yes, yes. That's a that's what we do in these situations. Right. Go. Blow shit up. Uh it, it, 
but that's to your point. I'm not taking your rant. I'm sorry. That's, no, I'm, I'm with you. sorry. I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, throw some more logs on the uh, on our sure. little fire. Yeah, can you just light up sure. this little yeah, right here? Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Mm, toasty. How's that robe treating you? Any chance I could get a little robe? Uh, I'm going to have to hang on to this robe. You're going to huddle under the same no, robe? Sorry. Okay. That's wonderful. You know what? I'm taking this robe. That could, it won't really hang over our mantle. No, we could get I'm a mannequin. Wear it around the Goko. We could get an Anakin mannequin. <laughs> that's just, guys, long term listeners, that's just a little softball in your direction. All right. Uh, you gonna, it's your last I, I will do one last rant and then you can have as many rants as you sure. want. Sure. Okay. Oh, this is a, no, this is a no. small rant. I have two rants. I have, this is a small rant. <laughs> I have two rants. This is my last that rant. That must be said. Okay. The, the whole fit, Finn and Rose. Yeah, that ties into my rant too. I, I Rose care. is a great character. But I, we've talked about this before. When it gets to the point there are so many characters and a property mm-hmm. that uh, I just can't, I can't care about all of them. And it's especially tricky in Star Wars because we also care about the the characters the from the characters. old property. Right. So they have those that they the have to deal with. Right. And then the new ones, and, and then we're going to add more. I just feel like they didn't treat the heritage characters respectfully, mm-hmm. particularly Chewie. Oh, Chewie is a, he's, he's background piece now at this point. What He's, yeah. I really feel bad for Chewie. Chewie was just comic relief. To be fair, after Han died, Chewie really should have gone back to his family who he hasn't seen uh, in like 30 years. Seriously. They saw him on Life Day... Like 30 years ago. years ago on Life Day. And, and he hasn't and been home since. Probably the Death Star blew up and they're like, Daddy's coming home. No. <laughs> and he didn't show up and then Han died. And like, now Daddy's coming. Oh, no. no. He, he has to babysit a girl he's never met. He's the okay. father figure that Ray always needed. Yeah, but what about poor Lumpy? Poor, oh, poor Lumpy. Um, I really... Guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch the Star Wars Christmas special. And you know what? You know what? Don't watch it. Don't watch Never it. Never mind. Listen to the How Did This Get Made episode sure. uh, podcast about it and save yourself the trouble. I would say we should do it, but I don't want to watch it again. I don't want to really watch it again. I really don't. So, I mean, the, the whole Finn Rose thing, I mean, I don't... I, mean, I, I, I wrote a lot for all of my raves, as you can see here. It makes yes. great audio. I'm gesturing to all of my rants. Just like on my rave, I wrote Motherfucking Yoda. On my rants, all I wrote was Finn and Rose. Don't care. Yeah, I didn't care about him I at don't all. Care, and what a great send off that would have been for the character. Yeah, uh, that had no purpose in this movie. No, whatsoever. Legitimately, if he had taken out that battering ram, the Boy, rebels really could have held up. In they the really could have. Good amount of time. They really could have. I get it though. I mean, contractually, he gets all three movies. It was that same yeah. kind of thing where, like, I was like, you know, what would have been better? Maybe it wouldn't have been. I don't know. What if he had flipped it? What if Rose was doing the suicide run? And he saved and her. he was the one that saved her. But then you got a guy saving the girl. And, yeah, and we can't I, have that. But I mean, like, it wasn't as suspenseful because you knew Finn wasn't going to die. Right. Do you think Poe, Finn, or Ray was going to die in, in this movie? I didn't no. at all. Going nope. into this movie and nothing in the movie made me think, oh, God, they might die. No. Nope. I, I, so would it have been better if Rose did the no, suicide No, I feel run? like it would have been better if Finn just Finn died. Finn died. Yeah, but I know, but they won't do that. Then, the, then the, at least there's that. a reason for like Poe and Ray to have an adventure. Like we, mm-hmm. like oh man, we just lost Finn, and Finn was so important to me, and Finn was so important to you, and like, I, let's let's avenge Finn. I let's firmly 
uh, believe. And now it's like, oh, well. Besides, Finn would become such a martyr uh, like I mean. any other stormtroopers in the First Order to see that a storm a stormtrooper, right. quoting, saved the, rebellion. saved the rebellion, threw down his life to save the rebellion. Right. Would have been great. I mean, talk about like a, a way to like dismantle the First Order. I firmly, uh, firmly believe that Rose was added to give Finn a love interest because when you watch Force Awakens, you see a budding relationship between Finn and Rey. Right. But Ryan, at least what I got from this movie was he wants to posit the idea that there can be some sort of romantic chemistry between Kylo and Rey. And Rey. And he doesn't want to turn this, rightfully so, into right. some sort of love triangle right. story. And I don't want that in my Star Wars either. I don't either. But to like make it okay so you're not thinking about Finn... And what she's doing to Finn. That's just what I feel like where this Rose character right. came from. I thought the actress who played Rose oh, great. was great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the idea of Rose, like who she is as a character, great. Great. The use of her. The use of her is bad. Terrible. Um, which brings me to, to Canto Blight, the whole casino <sighs> planet. I would have cut that whole scene out. Yep, I, w- I would have cut the whole part of the story out. How about just like get, if Rose is like that awesome, just yep. get her onto the ship and, and that's what the that's what. Um, Why do we need Benicio Del Toro? That's what Why someone wrote in, uh, nobody from Jakku wrote in and said that why do the casino planet? Why not just have Finn and Rose infiltrate the, the Star Destroyer and just take it from there? Right. Why did we have to come and get all of this Because doesn't this Finn stuff? say that? Like how about the guy that used to like to mop the place, mop which the I have place. a big problem with because yeah. I used to work at a movie theater, okay? I would clean up after things. <laughs> I couldn't go like run the projectors. Like they don't right. tell the people who clean things how to how to <laughs> how to like operate heavy. Long time listeners sketches like ooh. I'm losing it over he here. He's losing it. I'm like, sticking with my down. I'm sticking with my 86. But giant. He's a giant green puddle of of milk. On I the had floor here. I had a hard enough time in Force Awakens when he was like, I can get us in there. I was right. a janitor. I know the way around. And then he got there and he didn't actually know how it all worked. He just right. knew the layout. Right, right, right. Okay, I'll believe yep. it. But he was also at some point stationed on Snoke's ship and knew exactly where the cloaking was. Like, what is his area of cleaning? How long does it take <laughs> to do? He knew all of Starkiller Base and clean the all, Star of, base all of and Snoke's Snoke ship and have training to become a stormtrooper. <laughs> Why did they take the janitor and be like, this guy, this guy, we're going to put him in, in armor and we're going to. Hey, we're, uh, we're light on troopers. Goodness. Get out there on the front lines. Goodness. Like, goodness no gracious. wonder Finn couldn't like fire his blaster. Yeah, no wonder oh, he was way he was he was a, he was I should be mopping. I should be mopping right now. I can't kill villagers. <laughs> oh it's the writing. I guess that, that's it's the, writing. the writing. The casino planet, it just didn't do anything for me. It had like this ham-fisted like animal rights message. Yeah. Which the Oliver is, Twist which is, orphans. Which is a fine message, but like we're in the middle of kind of <laughs> Higher stakes right now than animal abuse. I'm the resistance sorry. is literally being picked off ship by ship, and I'm and I'm all for. Believe me, I'm all for, for like animal, animal rights. rights. Yeah. But in these, this movie, these, like horse creatures with the face of people, his friends were dying. dying. Yes, yeah, and the horse creatures had faces of people. It was like, can't we just care for them if they're animals? My, the way I would have fixed the casino planet, cut it out, get it out of there. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't like DJ either. No, I mean, and DJ again, he was the mirror to Empire. He was supposed to be the Lando character. Yeah. The, the scoundrel who uh, doesn't have allegiance to either side. Right. And it's just in this movie, instead, he takes the quote-unquote bad side. Right. And in Empire, he... And the whole the whole idea of, like, who are the real villains in the world? Were they the war profiteers? The, like, yeah. and, and they sell to both. You know, the, and, and this is where I felt like Rogue One has overshadowed everything about Star Wars now. 
where everyone's the villain. Everyone's the villain. Mm-hmm. Like the the resistance, the rebellion is no better than the. Well, Empire. truly, the the true message of this movie was these black Save and yourself. whites are, don't don't exist. There Jewel aren't the these extremes. Black and white. Yeah, it's all shades yeah. of gray. Um, but it was just unnecessary. I would have loved to see more like the uh, people in the universe that don't give a shit about the First Order and the Rebellion. They're just living their lives and it's a big nuisance to them. Right. That would have been a more powerful yep. message. Oh, they're killing each other again. That that being said, though, I, Cut didn't, I didn't need any of it. Didn't uh, need any of it. Should we go to big questions? One more round. One more round. I know okay. there's so many rants. This really bothered me. At the end of Force Awakens, one of my big rants with Force Awakens was that the way it ended with that helicopter shot of Rey handing Luke his lightsaber. Yes. Just because... In my Star Wars movies, I want that final frame to be the hero shot. Mm-hmm. And we always get that. In yes. every other Star Wars movie, even, yep. the, even the prequels, we get that nice frame of the heroes. Even Rogue One. Uh, did we get that? In yeah, they're on the beach, they explode. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, the literal last frame of the movie is usually, like, them looking in the camera's direction in oh, a celebration. Sure. Yeah. Or if it's a darker movie, forlorn over something. We didn't get that at the end of Force Awakens, and it bothered me, but I was like, ah, whatever, new Star Wars. This movie did that. It did that. It ended in a nice frame shot of everyone on the Falcon, all of our main characters, old and new, all together, framed, and it was going to end with the credits, and then we get fucking Stable Boy at the end instead to end the movie. Well, no! He's going to be the hero of the, the next trilogy oh. that, uh, that Ryan Johnson is writing drove me crazy. over at Disney. It He's dro- setting up his trilogy. drove me crazy. Big questions. Big questions. Yeah. I'll go light on my big questions because I went heavy into my raves and rants. How are they going to deal with Carrie Fisher's death? I don't know. I saw someone who said um, online, which I, I think it would have been nice. This would, is a, would have been a nice opportunity to let Carrie Fisher go in this movie. Right. And not kill Luke and let him yeah. show up in the next one. Considering he's the only one left alive that wants to do it. Wants to do it. Like someone said, how, how beautiful would it have been if um, she died peacefully in her sleep in in the coma, but all that was left was was her robes to show right. that she had the that connection she to the robe. One with the force that would have been beautiful. Yep, and, and I agree that that would have been. How about nice. this? How about this? Mm-hmm. Right, you really want to show that Leia is a force wielder? Mm-hmm. How about if everything on the planet where where Luke is like throwing down with Kylo was Leia projecting Luke? Oh yeah, and that killed her. And that. Killed her, and that's what brings Luke back. And that's what brings Luke back to the that, fight. Like, what a great opportunity! That, that like, would not have been bad. And then, like, the, and then Leia collapses. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, mind blown! Yeah. What a great opportunity, right? Well, and that that brings me to one of my big questions, which is if if Leia um, can fly through space, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, is I mean. Oh, Ryan. It, it happens. What so we the have hell, we man. have to address it. It happens. It's canon now. You have to believe that took a pretty powerful force oh, yeah. wielder to do that, right? Yes. So if she's powerful enough to preserve her life in space and bring her back to the right. ship, why why do we need Luke to be the spark of hope? Right. Why, why is Leia, Leia the spark if, if of she's force sensitive enough to be able to do that? Why does why Leia walk out there enough? and throw right. down with that? I'm not telling I mean don't do a suicide mission, but she should be, you know. Inciting all this hope in people. Sure. I mean, even at the end, um, Leia is not inspirational. Why Why was it such a big deal at the end that they were trapped by the rocks and then Ray had to save them? Why, why didn't Leia, Leia just lift yeah. the rocks? She right. was there. She could have done it. Now we know uh, she could have done it. Because they added on all that stuff after she exactly. died. Exactly. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it cheap. Yeah. Uh, your question. In a universe 
such as this, where uh, you have all these droids that can do like fucking anything. What, take down like 10 storm, uh, Canto Bright prison guards? With coins. With coins. Yep. Or even fucking pilot an ATST. Yeah, right. Uh, which was pretty cool. <laughs> but um, <laughs> why, why do the living humanoid captains have to go down with their ships in the rebel fleet? Yeah. Why don't you just stick a droid on that? Right. Like, right. And then the argument is like, well, a droid wouldn't make those hard decisions. Hey, well, we're ki- well, BB-8 decided to commandeer right. a, an ATST. Right. Like, that's against his programming. Hey, um, speaking of characters who were treated poorly, 3PO. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, how three, about, I think 3PO and R2. You but, wanted him to go down with the ship? But how, about, in front of it? how about instead of, like, uh, Admiral Haldo yeah. going down with the ship, how about 3PO goes down with the ship? Yeah. Oh, we would have cared a whole lot more. So much more. Yeah. Yeah. And some, you know, oh, I'm running away. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Luke. And that's a, that's a small, big question. That's a good him. question. But I think it's it's legitimately. Why not share the big plan that Poe and the rebel pilots? Because yeah. all of his pilot friends yeah. like stage a mutiny with him. Not only his pilot friends, uh, Billy Lord's Billy character, Lord's character who, too, is, yeah. who is like bridge crew. Bridge crew, yeah. She and she should be privy to this. She should like they shared the plan with no one. You're, it's a good point on Billy Lord, yeah. Uh, Billy Lord, Carrie Fisher's Carrie daughter. Fisher's daughter. And she got a bigger yeah, part in she this did. movie, and great. Yep. But yeah, she and and obviously she was on the side of Poe because you wanted naturally that makes you she's believe in the that, trenches, yeah, yeah, and like, and that he's in the right. Yes. Here. But it it fine. I get that she wouldn't tell Poe. She doesn't need just, to tell Poe. He's just a hot shot but pilot. She's bridge crew. She should but absolutely. She should have. She should have known. That was the. Why part. doesn't anyone know the plan? Yep. How do you expect to get away if no one knows the plan? Yep. And it, it could have been it could have been explained away as simply as we know the Empire's tracking us somehow. We couldn't take any chances. Right. But they didn't even do that. No. It it really just felt like uh, I'm going to hold it over you. I'm I don't a parent know if who knows were, better. You don't need to know. I don't know if maybe they were trying to like sow some uh, doubt in our minds as to whether or not Holdo was a, a mole. I did have those thoughts. I was like, I mean, is she a little trying bit. to get them caught? It was it was sloppily done, and it was like a giant plot hole to me. You're the timeline guy. Yes. What do you think the timeline is here? Like, how long do you think Luke has been exiled? Oh, um, how many? So basically, I think Kylo Ren's like probably thirties. Okay. So when do you 30 think? Thirty years old. So Thirty-five. Happened. Ten I years think, ago. I think uh, Luke's probably been ago? in exile for like fifteen years. Okay. So all this shit because the first order doesn't happen until. Ray or Ben leaves training with Luke. I would imagine. I don't. Or maybe they existed, know. but they I didn't like get they the mean, power bump yeah. that they did when when they got Kylo Ren. Um. Yeah, because I was trying. I was having a hard time like placing like how long has Luke been away from everything? How yeah. how long has Ben been evil? Because Luke Skywalker's a legend. Yeah. Like the kids are playing all with off-brand Star Wars figures at yeah. the end of the movie. Yeah. Disney's and coming down hard on yeah, them. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and, that would have uh, been a great after credit scene. Like right? Mickey Mouse carting them off to jail. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so he's he's legendary. He's obviously had adventures in yeah. between. Yeah. I, it feels long to me. It feels it like a long feel time, long. but I feel like it can't be any longer so than like five years. Yeah. To ten years older. Did you her. find the uh, the shirtless scene gratuitous? Yes. I mean, I don't want to complain about it because I mean, I guess we got Leia in her slave outfit in Return right. of the Jedi, so this right, is right, just right. being fair. But this but, didn't have a purpose. Like she was in, 
like people have asked Carrie Fisher the years ago, like, did you feel demeaning having to wear the gold bikini? Mm -hmm. She's like, no, I felt empowered killing the slug that enslaved me. Yeah. Made me wear the gold bikini with my my chains. Yeah. What's more empowering than that? Yeah, absolutely. I love Carrie Fisher. This was just, it had no purpose. Instead, Snoke just caught them off guard while he was in the bathroom. Can I right. add a rant rather that like Snoke was connecting their minds across? The, why didn't it kill Snoke to like connect two people's I guess brains? He's, I guess he's that powerful. I bad mean, that writing, was that writing. was him. But no, I won't. I won't go. I won't agree with you. How, that bad writing. how did Snoke connect their? Oh, I don't know how. He, I don't That's know a big how question. He did. So I'll make it a big question. How did he do this, and why did it not kill Snoke? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I get it because at the beginning of the movie, he talks about taking weakness and sharpening into a tool. And and I, that's what he yeah, was doing. And with, I guess he was trying Kylo. to like. The, the romantic connection, I guess Snoke was trying to, like, forge a romantic connection between them. Well, it them. felt... I'll show you... I felt less Snoke in that and, and more Ryan. Why doesn't Luke go to Crate? On his own? On his own. It's a, his X-Wing is there. Mm-hmm. It's been established that X-Wings submerged in muck can then be lifted out and flown. I was 100% sure that was going to happen, and I think the only reason he and didn't do that was just to be like, fuck you. I, I agree... But there's nothing in the script. There's nothing in the story that says he can't go there. Mm-hmm. He's got a ship. Yeah, we know it's not that far. Yep, he knows because Ray is able to get there and fight Snoke. It's like before. a day trip. Not even. It's like maybe it's like maybe three hours uh, away. Maybe three hours away. Oh. It's like driving yep. from Rhode Island to New Hampshire. Yeah, sure. Um, a weekend getaway. For, there's for nothing, Ray. and I guess I would have found it more compelling if he did that to be like yeah. Like he couldn't physically actually lay down his life. Yeah, there's nothing in the story that prevents him from going. No, I agree. So there was nothing. Why there. doesn't Luke just go? When it boils down to, is it really felt like a director's decision? Yes. The only reason he didn't go. You all think he's going to go? Exactly. It was an emotional scene for me to have um, him kind of dying alone on the mm. planet, kind of like what he wanted, right. but at the same time, what he also needed to do. Like, he still did what he needed to do, but he also got what he wanted by dying alone on the planet. I don't know. I was emotional. <laughs> do you have any more big questions? Yes, I do. Okay. How do you interpret um, Ray's vision in the dark side cave? Uh, I've, ha- I've seen a lot of different I interpretations. I honestly don't know okay. what I was meant to get out of that. Can other I share than, my interpretation? This is what I got out of it. Sure. And I, I'll share it here because I've, I don't have an answer. I don't think anyone is clear on it. And I'm certainly no expert, and this, this is just my interpretation. Lay it on me, Star Wars um, kid. Answer your own question. In Empire, of course, Luke goes into the cave on Dagobah. And sees himself sees under... himself as, as Vader. Darth Vader, yeah. Uh, and we know that that's, that's his big fear, is that with this power, yeah, right. he will also get the temptation, and someday maybe... With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. Wrong, wrong franchise, but um, same idea. And so, the same parent company. Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, good point. Good point. So that deposits the idea that Uncle Ben, that the dark, here's Uncle Ben, uh, that the dark side does show you the truth in so far as it shows you your true fears. That was yes. Luke's true fears. Yes. Le- uh, I'm sorry. Ray went into the her true fears that she's nobody, that she's alone. Oh, that she's alone. She okay. she wanted to. She desperately wanted to see her parents. Her parents in so much that she was even willing to travel the dark path, go right. through the cave to, to, to find it. And the dark... The easy way. Take the exactly. easy way. Yeah. And the dark path shows her her fear that at the end of the day, there is nobody but right. her. 
She has always been alone. She will always be alone. She is a nobody. That's how I interpret it. Right. That that's, I could be 100% wrong. You know, and thinking and back if it's to up it, to Ryan, I am wrong. Even, uh, yeah, even, before, are, even before he knew my interpretation, he would have told me I was wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Everything you just said is wrong. Yep. Um, I think my, my big takeaway from that was uh, I, I honestly forgot what happened initially when she went into the, the she cave. Was clicking. Yeah. I've seen um, people call it the sea anus. <laughs> sure. But uh, I, I loved uh, Luke. <laughs> when Luke's telling her about the words, like, to the, the right to the dark side. You didn't even try and resist. Holy shit. Oh, Again, that was almost kind of wrong. Oh, I mean, the way you're saying this not is more you. space ballsy, but, yeah. but you could have seen that scene playing out. You could have, like, and I love it. You didn't even try and resist. Yeah. Right, Any more uh, big questions? I have, I have like more big questions, but they're kind of. Uh, I'll just last one. Okay. Then I have two little ones, and then we'll pack up. Um, long episode, long time listeners. Thanks for sticking with us. It's, it's worth it, though, for Star Wars Last Jedi. There's a lot to say about Star Wars Last Jedi. There is. Um, force ghosts. Yes. Are force ghosts able to manipulate the physical world? Yoda can. But I know Yoda can in this context. Mm-hmm. And is this just to set up Luke having... Oh, powers to manipulate the physical world. Physical world in episode nine. Because we know you signed on for all three movies. You have to be in all three movies. I'm going to say no to you just because it's what you would expect. And fuck you. Because that's what you would expect. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a little bit of a problem. I, I get the message that Yoda burned down the, the tree. Oh. He, he caused the force lightning to come down and oh, burn wait, down the tree. Wait a minute. Oh, shit. Oh. Is, is this the forest tree? Oh. Yeah, it's fine. Thanks, Yoda. Thanks, Yoda. So he burned down the tree. I get it. It was him telling Luke, you're still looking at the past, trying to save those books. You're still looking at the future, saying the end of the Jedi. I'm, I'm in the present. I'm striking it down, right? But that deposits the idea that he can like force lightning things in ghost form. Right. Why doesn't he just go fucking kill Snoke on his own? <laughs> like, Thank you. Like he's invincible, right, basically. Right, right, he's right, a right. ghost that can like kill people. If, right. if ghosts can do that, like why doesn't Luke back look? Luke look back on when he's on Hoth and Ben shows up to him the first first time being like, hey Ben, you what, were what fine, fuck, Ben. Why didn't you like build me a little cave or something, right, you son right, of a right, bitch? Right. Like the <laughs> up to this point not we only, know not only can force ghosts travel the cosmos, they're mm-hmm. not bound bound by time and place, mm-hmm. but now they can also manipulate the physical world. Yeah. And and I get I mean, I get so why think, Yoda did it. But do you think it's a plot device for Luke to come back in episode nine and have a larger role. I think I definitely think Luke will be back in episode nine as a force ghost. In I think context, that is without question. I don't think he's going to be shooting lightning like Yoda. No, you don't I, think so. I don't. I'm going to ask a follow up here. Do you think they made the decision to kill Luke before Carrie died, and then added that afterwards to give Mark Hamill a way back in? Okay, that was a two part question. I'm going to answer yeah. both parts. I okay. think yes. That decision was made as soon as Ryan got the scripts. Uh, as soon as he got the rights to do episode eight, I think he decided right off the bat on killing kill Luke. Luke. Yeah, I don't think the whole Yoda thing was written in a way that gives us an excuse to get Luke back because we already knew Luke could come back all the way back in Empire. We knew that even 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 in um, A New Hope, we knew that you could at least whisper from the Force sure. to, to people. Right. So I don't think that was. I don't think that was put into like, oh, now that 
Oh, now sure. that Carrie died, you know, I have to make sure that I leave breadcrumbs for, for Luke. I don't think that because we already had those breadcrumbs right. that Luke could come back. That spoilers, Luke Skywalker isn't Luke coming Skywalker. back. Fuck you. Because that's what you think is going to happen. Yeah. Instead, it's Jake. It's Jake Skywalker. It's Jake Skywalker coming back with like it a is, spotted old robe and uh, being goofy grumpy. <laughs> and uh, chugging green milk. Yeah. There are two last questions. The uh, the lightsaber. And someone asked me this, and I think I know the answer, but... Was um, it me? Did I ask it? You did ask it earlier in this episode, way back earlier in oh. this episode, uh, about Ben's lightsaber. See, now we have to use last names. Ben Solo's lightsaber, the blue lightsaber. Some people started asking, was that the lightsaber? Was that the lightsaber that Maz has? Is that Anakin's old Skywalker that somehow Luke got and then gave to Ben and all this? I really paid very close attention when I watched the movie a second time. And I wrote this question down before I answered it on my own. It's a different lightsaber. It, it is. It has a different build to it. So, really? So that lightsaber in the flashbacks was Ben's lightsaber. And, and it's not... And it's not Anakin's, Anakin's Skywalker. Okay. So there was nothing deposited in those flashbacks to make us believe that... Ben Solo ever had Anakin's correct. lightsaber. And that Maz revealing it in Force Awakens was not the first time that we have seen it since since Bespin. In Force Awakens, Maz tells us we're going to hear the story of how the lightsaber made its way back. Yeah, and then we got Maz in this movie, and she did not belong in this movie. No, she didn't. How were they even able to talk to her while she was fighting like that? She had like a droid that was like recording her, and then she just left the fucking droid. Yeah. (laughs) She did not belong in this this movie. They could have left her with Canto Bright. I have one last question for you. Okay. It's very profound. This will end our episode. Are you okay. Team Borg or Team Crystal Fox? I am. Oof, this is a this is tough, a tough one. one, isn't it? This is a tough one. Um, the Porgs are cute, mm-hmm. but they do not serve a storytelling device. They do not. The Crystal Foxes are less developed, but they serve a storytelling device. I, I want to be Team Crystal Fox, but I think I'm Team Porg. I'm 100% Team Crystal Fox. Are I, you? Everyone loves the Porgs. I have nothing against the Porgs, but I'm like... They, they don't serve a purpose as a storytelling device. Yeah. Do you know why they're in the movie? Uh, because Octo is filmed in Ireland, mm-hmm. and uh, in the part of Ireland where they mm-hmm. filmed, mm-hmm. there are puffins. Too many puffins. All to, over the place. To digitally to remove. Digitally remove. Mm-hmm. So they just turned the puffins into Porgs. Mm-hmm. That, they and- are... And they are that's, real creatures that are on screen that they could not get rid of, and they just animated over them. Long-time listeners, I now deposit to you the idea that we banish the saying, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, and when from now on, you, puffins, you make you porgs. porgs. Okay? You got that, long-time listeners? That's how we're ending this episode, that when life gives you puffins, you make you porgs. Make porgs. Um, I'm Team Crystal I just, Fox. I think they're... I think they're cuter in a realistic way, and they did serve a point. I like that the Porgs now live on the Falcon. Yeah, they'll be there in episode nine. They will be there. No, because that's what you expect. (laughs) Fuck you. Nope. Mm -mm. Okay, uh, we got to wrap this up. If episode nine just turns into JJ now going, fuck you, Ryan. Fuck you, Ryan. Then I'm going to be like, guys, can you take this outside away from my Star Wars? Wars, Please. Please leave Star Wars alone. Uh, And now it is time for longtime listeners. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, guys, thank you. Chains and sketch recommendations. Sketch, uh, what is your recommendation? I will uh, lead us off this time. I'm going to recommend another board game. Recommended a board game back in Thor and uh, got a lot of positive buzz from that. So I'm going to recommend uh, Star Wars Rebellion, which is okay. a, uh, it is an in 
tense board game. This is not a board game you take out uh, and kill an hour on a rainy day. Okay. I've only played it two times so far. I've won both times. Sorry, long-time listener, JJ, but I have. Uh, you play as either the, the, rebel- the a classic uh, trilogy. Classic rebellion. Either yeah. the rebellion or the empire. And uh, you are basically replaying the story, the plight of the rebellion. Oh, okay. If you play as the rebellion, you, you deposit your base on one of the planets in the system. If you are playing as the empire, you are trying to uncover the base. Uh, so it's a, it's a game of... Spoiler alert. Uh, Ryan Johnson's just going to drop a giant bomb on it. He's going to just, uh, he's going to flip the board over yeah. like he's playing Monopoly. Um, so it's a long game. Both times we have played, uh, I played with my friend. It has been over seven hours long of so, a single uh, game. Not a rainy day, but not a uh, rainy need day. A, need a hurricane to come through and knock out power for. But it is a fun game. Uh, it's very mental. You're you're in your opponent's head. They're in your head. Uh, it's it's kind of climactic. It, it can come down. One of the games we played, it came down to literally one hit point. Wow! It could have gone either way at that point. Uh, so Star Wars Rebellion for you, uh, kind of hardcore board gamers out there. It's it's not a game for a light duty board gamer, but if you're if you're willing for a time commitment, definitely recommend Star Wars Rebellion, the board game. Okay. How about you? Uh, I am going to uh, recommend something outside of the genre. I'm going to recommend a book. Okay. Uh, new novel by John Green. I know John Green. One of Green. my uh, favorite authors and uh, half of the Vlog Brothers and Crash Course mm-hmm. history. That's how His I know brother, him. His brother, uh, Hank, does Crash Course uh, Science. Mm-hmm. And uh, his new book is called Turtles All the Way Down and is just fantastic. Um, I think it should be like mandatory reading for any adolescent uh, teenager, but there are also a lot of lessons for those of you uh, post-teenage years. Turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way down. Very good. It's from a, a famous lecture about uh, the universe. Um, look it up. It's a, it's a great little read. Cool. All right. Okay. Uh, we should we should pack up the Goko. And Absolutely. This, uh, You're taking the robe. I'm taking this robe. All right. I am taking this robe. Robe and and these probably... uh, these nun fish are really uh, kind of welling us out here. Yeah. Um, none too pleased that we're how burning many, down the street. How many porgs do you think are inside the Goko? Oh God! Hundreds, oh, man. hundreds, we're if not thousands, but they are going we're gonna be to be finding porgs forever. They're going to be delicious. Mm. We are, we are rich in porg meat, guys. Remember, uh, when life gives, gives you, you puffins, puffins, make porgs. porgs. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, boy, would we love a, a rating or review? Yeah, on, please. On iTunes. It really does make the difference in building the profile of the show. You can always write in at go with shades and sketch at gmail.com. And thanks to those of you who have been writing in, yeah. especially on this episode and, and other episodes. We appreciate the feedback and then that you're geeking out with us. So thank you. All right. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>